to the Save Room Plays, the podcast where we talk about the games we're touching and the games that touch us. And brother, we got a big one touching us. Kevin, we've been touching some games, bro. Oh, wait. So are they touching us or they're we're touching them? It's mutual. It goes both ways. Oh my yeah. god, two-way door, huh? <laughs> two-way door. That's greatness the greatness awaits. of the PS5, man. My god, Mark Cerny's vision realized. The architect himself, right? Sitting in a room surrounded by PlayStation 5 cores. Living his life like it's Astro's Playroom, actually. I gotta wonder if he lives inside of a PS5. I think he does. Mm-hmm. Or his mind looks like a PS5 on the inside. I l- <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Labyrinthian engineering. Right. You get caught in it. It's like the movie Cell, except mm. instead of a serial killer, it's just like a nerd. <laughs> Although I would like to think of, of Mark Cerny in that giant like garb and makeup that the, that the main villain had. Uh, just Vincent terror- D'Onofrio. Yeah, just terrorizing Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> yes. I would love that. Oh, man. But before we get to all of that, my friend, I'm Kevin. I'm Daniel. We are the Save Room. If you didn't know us, you should. We're the biggest fucking thing in the world mm. i checked outside because i was like what's that smell open the window mm. the save room's the biggest fucking thing in the world it's the biggest smell in the world <laughs> it very much is <laughs> okay. you can find us on soundcloud.com slash the save room show or spotify or itunes or google play and probably stitcher haven't checked i did i've never downloaded mm. that app to be honest with you i haven't either i have a reason to Mm-mm. i will say if you guys feel inclined to while you're playing your ps5 games whatever put us on spotify Just no. put us on the okay background. i was about to say I was like, I don't think Stitcher has an app on the PS5, bro. <laughs> no, no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Spotify. It's good shit. Yeah, if if they did, it would probably be on the media tab buried in a folder somewhere. It nested. Yeah. It's called nested. Oh, is that menus. what it is? This yeah, year? it's super yeah. nested, so it's snug. By the time you find it, it's warm. We're going to talk about the <laughs> nesting in the in the PS5 that I just really can't wrap my head around. Oh, yeah. We're going to get there. Oh, also, you can see our faces at twitch.tv slash the red herb for my face. For Daniel's face, it's twitch.tv slash dungeons and daniels i've been playing around with the idea of doing some native ps5 streaming just to check out the test it out a little bit the ui looks cool it's a lot cleaner than like the Mm -hmm. for some reason like um ps4's broadcasting like screens like Mm -hmm. the the chat overlay and all that shit reminded me of like a 1970s program in a sci-fi movie well it's the way it blocked the entire screen like it had this framing where it's like you are looking at a manufactured chat and the game is very small whereas this time it's like kind of a picture in picture where you're Small on the corner. Of the it screen. looks like the developer's version of what yeah. like the the broadcasting chat box should look like. Like like a UX designer didn't come up and like clean it up before they released it. That's mm-hmm. what it looked like. Now it actually looks kind of slick, where it's like, oh shit, mm-hmm. that's a clean little box for the chat. So yeah, I'd be interested to see you do that. Just to play around with it. I yeah. mean, I do have all this other stuff I'm working towards to getting a more external stream situation because I have like my webcam now. I have my Aver Media. I'm just having trouble. Neon getting... lights. Oh, you gonna line? You gonna line this room with neon lights? I mean, I could stand to have a background situation other than this like Manila wall. You remember the other day we were walking outside our apartment and we saw somebody with the neon lights? Mm, we're like a streamer lives here. There's a streamer that lives yeah. here. We should know. We should put up the call. <laughs> streamer. <laughs> it would be like the bat signal, like that Jeff Gordon puts out, but it's oh sorry, that Jim Gordon puts out, Jeff but Gordon. it's but it's the Twitch logo. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, I <laughs> that would be great. I would, like, just honestly go outside and just go, poggers. Like, when you're walking by, (laughs) poggers. And see if they, like, look out the window and just go, like, hang on, Apex. Is there streamers about? Well, you know how speakeasies work where you have to knock on a door? It's usually, like, a cellar door that leads into a basement and there's a password. So, like, you knock on a streamer's door and, you know, they look at you, do an exchange, kind of, like, back and forth. And then you say poggers and they're like, okay, you can come in. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't want to live at Sky Williams' house, unfortunately, oh. so let's not do that. Oh, man. <laughs> I just thought I would bring it back in case 2020 made people forget. Listen, okay? we'll have a whole 2020 <laughs> rundown. Our Game of the Year episode is is in the spotlight. It's coming soon. In the soon. spotlight. A four-hour endeavor. Oh, um, we're be. actually getting James Cameron to produce it. <laughs> it's going to be so fucking long. No, I thought we were going to get Zack Schneider to do an HBO cut where he segments it into four episodes. Actually, yeah. And the preview would be like, <laughs> hallelujah. Oh, the poggers. <laughs> the beginning. Wow. It'll be black and white. <laughs> you can tell we haven't done one of these in a while because we, no, we're no, no. off to a start. When we don't have news to mm-hmm. ground us, we are unhinged. Mm-hmm. We stop being uh, podcasters mm-hmm. and more like rabid animals. But I do have some news that you brought up to me. I did. That I can did ground us up. before we get into this. But I wanted to give you guys an itinerary for the show. We're going to be talking about uh, PS5 impressions, mm-hmm. our pros, mm-hmm. our cons, the games that we've been playing, including, not least of which, The Mountain Souls, a little French ditty <laughs> about demons and the souls yeah. that compel them. That's true. Um, and we also got some Astros Playroom, Bug mm-hmm. Snacks, Yakuza Like a Dragon, <laughs> Call God, of Duty, so all these fucking, fucking games. games. Call, yeah, you, yeah. Guys are, you guys are in for it. So. For sure. But yeah, on the it hurt on the front i did did want to kind of bring this up to you since we haven't done a news one in a, in a while uh i had asked you if you had heard about the great capcom leak of, of course 2020 of course and uh, i am the capcom <laughs> captain by the way yeah did you feel it like a rift in the earth when it happened it's electric yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i'll go over this real quick and then we can kind of dive into it um this is from ign matt tm kim Lots what's of cool, the tm stand i don't know for? trademark Ooh, trademark. <laughs> Turbo Master. So I guess there was a massive data breach at Capcom uh, that leaked a bunch of development news, games kind of projected in mm-hmm. different like fiscal quarters and years down the line, and a bunch of other like dev and consumer it's like sensitive. Their plans for the next four years, yeah. basically, were splayed out to the world. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, it's kind of rough. And but... then there was a bunch of like employee and data and customer information that got leaked too, which is even rougher. Yeah, that shit sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Like, I'll, I'll say that. Like, even though it's like, I know everyone's just deep diving on the like oh what are they working on Ooh, oh my mm. god power stone it's like nah it sucks when that shit happens because that's like personal data too so yeah so earlier this week capcom confirmed it was the victim of oh. a customized ransomware attack that led to unauthorized access to its network capcom says corporate employee and customer information may have been compromised by the attack subsequently materials from those leaks have been released onto the internet while unable to verify them at all verify them all rather sources close to capcom have told ign that many are genuine and here are some of the the games listed for the next four years um resident evil outrage for (gasps) fiscal year 21 dragon dragon's dogma 2 because uh you know they got to get on on that anime hype and make a new game i'm surprised there hasn't been the two already to be honest with you and also anime i hear that shows trash When was the last Dragon's Dogma? 2012. 2012? 2012, and then they did Dark Arisen, which was technically an expansion DLC, Mm -hmm. and that was the version that ended up on PS4 and Mm -hmm. Xbox One, but there hasn't been a true sequel uh, since ever. (laughs) Ten years in the making. That's crazy. So that's 2022. Street Fighter VI, 2022. Oh. Rockman Match. Rockman Match! I don't know what that could be. It's uh, Rockman is the Japanese name for, obviously, Mega Mega Man. Man. No, no. Yeah, Naturally. match though. It sounds like it's a phone game. Oh, yeah. It sounds like, like a, a like, like a match five. A match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, now I feel sick. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to give us a good Mega Man. Not mm-hmm. no. That's okay. not the Capcom of today. <laughs> well, 
Resident Evil 4 Remake, which okay. this is a leak of the leak, basically. Yeah, we, it's, it's we've a confirmation heard that. of it, yeah. uh, which I'm really, really excited for. 2022, though, makes me believe that there's probably going to be a lot of muscle and grease put into this game to make it like a full experience. Yeah, from what I understand, they've been working on it forever mm-hmm. at this point. Um, it's been in development even before Resident Evil 3 released uh, wow. earlier this year. Yeah. Damn. You excited for that still? Um, we'll fucking see. I think I'm more excited, and we'll get into why, um, mm-hmm. with next gen mm-hmm. here. Uh, just seeing the potential of that. And I think RE8 makes me, well, I'm more excited right now for RE8 just because it's closer. Mm-hmm. Just because I know, like, we're gonna have to, even for a trailer, we're probably gonna have to wait until RE8's, like, said and done and released mm-hmm. before we even see anything about RE4 Remake, so. That's true. I'll wait. I'm really fucking excited about Village, though, because Village, yeah, I, yeah. I love Resident Evil <clears throat> 7, and I feel like this is going to be a very intense continuation of that. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's like the sh- things that they're doing with it sound fucking incredible yeah. to me. And show me the, the RE engine. I want to see more of that just in, yeah. in next gen on this SSD just pumping and, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And I think just going, not to jump ahead, but seeing what Bluepoint did with, like, remastering mm-hmm. or remaking uh demon souls on the mm-hmm. ps5 and i'm just like damn that but re4 yeah just the potential Fuck. for like textures and environments yeah. and getting like lighting and grossness in certain situations yeah. right like oh the lighting alone oh my yeah. god the lighting's gonna be redonkulous in this game because i think about some of the lighting from seven and i'm right. just like i want to see that enhanced on the ps5 because i yeah. think like that has some of the best lighting and games this generation yeah the weird <laughs> thing is though that like re4 if you go back to it is a very hyper stylized mm-hmm. game right yep and it's going to be rough to be like, how do they reconcile like ultra realism with their kind of exaggerated reality that they did in those games, especially mm-hmm. part four fucking Shinji Mikami, who was just like, I actually don't give a fuck about Resident Evil. I just want to make whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> like that's that game is going to be very interesting to see what they do, like what direction. They I go. feel like this will again lean into a conversation we have later about Bluepoint, but I feel like yeah. it'll lean into more of the realistic side of it. And people like, no, I don't want this kind exactly. of like, realistic, very clean look. I want that kind of sticky, uh-huh. you know last well i don't even know like sticky like early 2000s game look that that game had right you lose the uh kind of the design language Mm -hmm. of it or at least the visual language of the original which is like what we see uh with old gritty ass horror movies being remade by hollywood into these gigantic like billion dollar reboots right Mm -hmm. like i'm I'm thinking like texas chainsaw being like you know and shit like that friday the 13th remake they're all like very glossy versions of shit that Mm -hmm. was like made in somebody's backyard that is like the direct comparison to like taking re4 Mm -hmm. which is a big game i won't say it's like a small little intimate thing but taking the style of that game and mm. trying to make it ultra realistic is going to be that's going to be a head spinner we'll i mean see. i think there are some good environments to work with like between the initial village the yeah. jail the island you go to like a castle under yeah you go to a fucking prison <laughs> though you go to a prison and it's basically you fighting like gigantic buff prisoners with with uh, machine guns machine guns and hatchets and shit yeah it's it, it gets nuts mm. okay we'll see all right yeah. what else is on this list what so on this list? we got monster hunter 6 which i don't know what nice. that's gonna look like we already have so many monster hunter games in the pipeline with, yeah. with the ones that are coming to the switch which i forget the names of them already what monster hunter tales R- rise is the actual and one and then the other one is a sequel to an old rpg i forget the so name. but i imagine this will be more of a full-fledged experience hopefully it borrows from a lot of monster hunter world's learnings and lessons because that game was amazing and it was they it would is. be beside themselves not to try and recreate that magic again mm-hmm. i don't know their, their most successful fucking game <laughs> like mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah keep that going that's a given biohazard apocalypse though what do you think this is gonna be so q q3 
2023. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It could be a spinoff title. Mm-hmm. It could be them trying to do online because Bio- Biohazard's the name of Resident Evil in Japan, mm-hmm. of course. Um, we'll see. I don't even know. For okay, we didn't even mention Outrage, right? Or you mentioned it right away? Yeah, I did. <laughs> didn't you? Did. Yeah, that's supposed to be Revelations three. Oh, okay. The aesthetic gamer Dusk Gollum himself basically talked on it and says like yeah don't don't act like this is a sequel to outbreak just because mm-hmm. of the name is reminiscent to it it's not mm-hmm. he's like it's revelation 3 so there you go and that's it that's all he said about it i don't know which version of revelations 3 i don't know which characters i don't know what the fuck they're doing mm-hmm. yeah we'll see because i feel like revelations is reconfigured so many times and other games just like butt off of that or share ideas yeah i would uh, like to see three just kind of do its own thing yeah i would love to see it do its own thing but like for some reason, Revelations game are like this breeding ground for at least going off of one and two for just the idea is characters that don't often make it into the mainline games mm-hmm. uh, or at least in the continuity haven't shown up in a while. Mm-hmm. Like Claire Redfield was like out of the game for a while. She wasn't in part five. In fact, she wasn't in part six mm-hmm. because she was in Revelations too. Mm-hmm. interestingly enough. Okay. So we'll see who's in this one. All right. Billy Cohen. <laughs> Nobody wants to see Billy Cohen. Billy Cohen back? back? <laughs> no, no. Bring back Rebecca. Oh, that'd be cool. She hasn't been playable in a while. Um, she's young and capable. She's no longer. She's <laughs> got to be pushing Season. forty. Yeah, she point. has to be. Yeah. She has to be. So we got those. Um, we'll talk about these kind of in a row. So I said Street Fighter Six. They have kind of a year to year plan for Super Street Fighter Six and then Ultra Street Fighter Six, which is like okay, interesting to kind of get ahead of yourself with that one. And kind of plan out like three a three year plan for this new Street Fighter. Yeah, it seems shitty. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised considering what they've done with the franchise. It's all they've it's done, sort yeah. Of like this online kind of, I don't want to say game of service fighting game, but you know, it's they're trying to make it more than just a you know fighting game that you ditch. Yeah, maybe I hope that that means like I don't know. Maybe we're not thinking about it like the right way. Like they're just thinking of like, hey, we're gonna do these milestones for this title mm-hmm. where we upgrade the original game, and that's what five basically did. But you know what all it's gonna be is like, okay, yeah. Super Street Fighter. Here's our five character first pack, and then right. Ultra is here's five more characters in the second pack. Well, I'm just saying it was different <laughs> back in the day for Street Fighter Four versus like Super Street Fighter Four because like that version of the game was meant to like replace the mm-hmm. last one. You couldn't just like. From what I recall, you couldn't just download it for mm-hmm. part four and be like, oh, I have an updated version. But with five and all that, they did that because it's like they're treating it like a platform. Yes. MK11 is doing the same where it's like they've gone through like it was MK, what, Aftermath? Mm-hmm. And then now they're on Ultimate mm-hmm. Edition. They might do like a Super Ultimate Edition or whatever the fuck. But it's all just the same game that they keep on adding to. I mean, it kind of doesn't benefit them to not do that because these games are pretty big in the fighting community where there is a longevity where the, the fighting scene is playing games like talking about the fgc 11. yeah fgc look oh. how look how much steam they got out of injustice kids are still playing injustice i mean injustice is great <laughs> oh that's a great game so we'll see i feel like street fighter 5 set the franchise back and this is gonna have to be their redemption mm. make it good you know don't do that weird animation style don't shortchange a story actually like if you if you're gonna do a story do, go all in or don't do it at all yeah. you know because i feel like that 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 whole idea of we're gonna do vignettes for each character that's gonna be like a 10 minute like quick story arc i was like what is the point of this even yeah, I, at least I haven't played Street Fighter Five in a while, but like they need like a robust like unlock system. I think Mortal Kombat's on the right path with that, although they fucked it up with their their 
they fucked it up in a lot of different ways, but at least MK10 and Injustice 2 had a cool unlock path mm-hmm. for like getting different costumes and shit. Like, let me customize my characters and shit. Although yeah. that, I can see why having whatever fucking like um, pieces of costumes versus like one outfit mm-hmm. is easier for their design philosophy. Sure. Like it would it would be fucking weird if like you know I have. Um, robot legs on ryu <laughs> versus like a neon hat i don't know i mean that's my continued argument with marvel's avengers where it's yeah. like oh yeah why won't they let us have all these unlockable cosmetics and it's like it'd probably be weird to see your iron man mismatched you know yeah but i'm gonna be honest square it's weird seeing my hulk in a fucking mafia hat and a little jacket it's, it's so, a little strange <laughs> a little strange so at this point like what do you have to lose by giving me zanier exactly. costumes whatever also no one's there to notice what you do it's like a tree falling in the woods fuck. you can do whatever the fuck you want with those costumes i again. wonder what the player count is at these days but... it's us thinking about yeah. it <laughs> so we have like kind of three more on here we have the final fight remake which yes. is cool for final fight fans i don't really have a mistake in that power stone remake is something that i'm super excited that for sounds because cool. i love that but they did a three slash reboot a while back that fans weren't too jazzed about did they? so yeah what was that called uh, wasn't it just Power Stone 3? There was a third? Mm-hmm. Look this up. I don't remember Power Stone 3. Look it up. Watch you be like, oh, weird. I, I guess there wasn't a Power Stone 3. Mm-hmm. And then what you were actually thinking of is Injustice 2. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. No, I don't remember what the fuck they did. Mm. They did something. It was like, it was like, like a Wii port. There's, okay, there's a PlayStation Portable Power Stone collection. Mm-hmm. So are we doing some on-the-fly yeah, analysis okay. here? This is how we report um, on the save room. Here. Especially save room plays. This is brought to you by Wikipedia. The legacy of the games, mm-hmm. by the way. A remake of the two games was released for the PSP in 2006 so that's under the name of. Power Stone. Get ready for this. Oh, God. Collection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there a hyphen? Or, uh, sorry, a colon? Nah, dude. No open tracked okay well bring it back i'm excited for it why do you want power stone because that game was my shit did you play it by yourself or you play with friends on sega dreamcast no i played it with my my cousins and my cousin's friends which cousins Um, my my cousin michael he he, so he got me into the dreamcast he had i don't want to out him for this but he had like a whole collection of like bootleg burnt games that he let me whoa huge cd binder and i got to just play all these games michael you wouldn't download a car he might what are you you doing with these games i think he's the first man in america to successfully download a car i hope not on fucking (laughs) limewire so that's pretty cool and then the last one on here for 2024 is resident evil hank which is probably gonna be hunk but no man it's definitely hank (laughs) the the hit re character (laughs) hank hi i'm hank and this shit's bogus So, I mean, that that's cool yeah. to have their kind of projected next three and sure. a half, four years ahead of us. That's a lot to look forward to. It is. It is. Um, they didn't want this projected ahead oh, no, no, I'm <laughs> for sure them. It was unprecedented. Um, and it sucks that, you know, people are tearing it apart and, you know, podcasting about it and just openly talking about mm-hmm. it. Um, I don't, you know, I wouldn't associate with people like that. We don't make money off of this. Um, what? We don't? So what? It doesn't matter. We're not benefiting from it. How do I eat? <laughs> um, but no, it, plans change. Mm-hmm. And Capcom is a company where their plans change drastically from like month to month. Mm-hmm. So we don't know if this is even like 
can be considered a short list of projections for the future. Mm. But it seems like we're pretty, apparently uh, what IGN was saying that like Dragon's Dogma 2 and Street Fighter 6 mm. are probably like are the most viable and likely going to happen on that. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's obvious there's always going to be more Resident Evils. Mm. They're not going to give up on it. They're not going to be like, all right, part eight and we're going to go on a five year sabbatical. No, mm-hmm. there's going to be fucking Resident Evil for every quarter. What I have heard, though. Is that Outrage slash Revelations three mm-hmm. is going to be Switch bound? Kind of going back to how Revelations one was on the 3DS and Nintendo console fierce. I like that. That's the reason I bought it, and the only reason that you would get the peripheral, the Pro controller add on thing. They get a, another stick. Oh, for the 3DS. Yeah. Interesting. Twenty dollars for that bullshit piece of shit. It only worked with like two games. Mm. Stupid. <laughs> it was stupid. Well, Nintendo tries things like that all the time. Idiots. <laughs> Dumb boardroom of assholes stinks in there see that those are the reggie days though <laughs> doug reggie bowser days? doug bowser won't let it happen yeah doug bowser don't play okay <laughs> he said that dog don't hunt all right <laughs> so well very cool about. very cool more capcom okay. stuff so that yeah. but that's so far away kevin yeah. let's talk about what we got in our hands right now um it has been a week and a half two weeks since the playstation 5 entertainment greatness console came out and I haven't really gotten much of your impressions on the console because when we did the first episode about it, I had played it and you hadn't. Right. And you were getting that. You got out. it. You were chosen. I was the chosen one. You were chosen I by was, the Sony I was elite. Shuhei's golden child. Right. They look at your your data and they're just like, that adds up, Sony. Mm-hmm. Send that boy. <laughs> Send that boy. A PS5. Console. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't get much of your high level impressions. Right. And granted, we we did talk about um, some other stuff on our last podcast, which was our Save Room Reviews Miles Morales uh, review cast that you talked about a, a bunch of stuff on. But yeah. so check that out if you guys haven't. A lot of Spider Man stuff is yeah. usually what we so talked about. We, we dove really Weird. really hard into that one. Weird. We talked about. I haven't Spider-Man. gotten your full impression. So. Yeah, you, you got it in your hands. How, how, how do you like it so far, Daniel? I got a question for sure. you. Have you gotten my full impressions yet on the PlayStation Five Entertainment Console? I like, don't think high I have. level. Have you not gotten these I don't impressions? Think I have. Oh man! All right, guys, drop in, flip those pancakes, get in. Let's do this. <laughs> okay, so the PlayStation Five. Well, one, I I am fortunate to be one of the few that has it. We are mm-hmm. apparently um, an abnormality. That's not the word. Yeah, let's try it again abnormality mm-hmm. nice killed it he winked at me and i winked at me really i thought i was looking <laughs> in a mirror uh, <laughs> so that sucks that mm. people can't get a hold of it right now because like i evangelize games like demon souls right mm-hmm. like uh using that badass photo mode mm-hmm. to post uh some pictures on twitter and it's just like man sucks i wish i had a ps5 mm-hmm. um one thing i do want to say on that subject fuck you scalpers what the fuck dude oh, yeah Damn, dude, trying to sell that shit for like 15 hundo, 18 hundo? Like tripling, quadrupling those prices. And then these sickos are the same people that are just like, oh, don't blame the player. Blame the fool that would pay such prices. And I'm just like, uh, dude, you don't break into my house and be like, blame the man who made such flimsy windows. Like, fuck you. Yeah, that's really what they're doing. They're just like, don't blame me. Blame capitalism. Blame the free marketplace. What kind of serial killer shit going like, no, no, no. It's like when Batman, when Batman's villains are just like you made me it's your fault i exist no dude it's your fault for robbing the bank yeah. <laughs> it's you it's it's fucked up and I've, <laughs> I've had a few friends and and people who have tried to get playstations and have been kind of burned by that and they're just like well fuck it i'll just wait until the next wave of yeah. like you know actual retail ones that come out and um 
few people that I know since that were burned have gotten one. Uh, our good friend Dave got one, which was awesome. David got one? David got one. Good job, David. My uncle's getting one, which is really, really exciting. Other David got uh, one? <laughs> I'm excited to see him like, job, come into the current <laughs> gen finally and talk video games with him and, and get right. him addicted. Right. I, I hope he plays actual games that aren't like 2K sports or whatever, right? <laughs> <laughs> we, we had that conversation, but I, I got him on track. I got a, a few games that I recommended. I'm like, yeah. hey, play Fallen Order, play the Spider-Mans, play God of War for the PlayStation Collection, and then we'll we'll, we'll talk about the rest as you gotcha. get your feet wet. But he has like a whole itinerary of stuff he wants to play, which is really neat. God damn, I so, hope he's got time. That's the thing I'm fighting against, right? I've been bouncing across all oh, sorts of experiences. You have like gaming ADD with this thing where you're like, yeah. I want to try this. I think I, I might have that. normal ADD, to be <laughs> honest with you. So. Yeah. In, in comparison to, I guess, the PS4 at launch, do you think... Actually, let's think about the whole history. Tell me how to think. <laughs> the whole history of Sony launches. Do you think this right. is the best PlayStation launch we've ever had? Um, No. <laughs> really? No, I think okay. it's a bad launch just because of the nature of the pandemic, right? Oh. Like, it, okay. it, it's, it's been weird messaging, and obviously certain things feel kind of rushed out or poorly planned because it was like hey we planned for like a solid 2020 mm-hmm. where our launch was going to go smoothly people are going to have units people could show up to target without worrying about sure. getting sick and killing grandma but you know 2020 is a different beast <laughs> i meant the games yeah. but sure okay i, I think what you're at, i was thinking what, overall what launch. you're getting at it's like yeah this is probably one of the worst times to launch yeah. a console yeah jim and- ryan was saying he was just like i would not ever recommend that any of our competitors ever try to launch like we did this year but i think they're they have to be doing well right now like i imagine at least like five to ten million ps5s are out there um i know the last time that i saw a little article in my my google news feed Mm -hmm. uh at least 2.5 million units have sold since Mm -hmm. uh launch which like dude was like across like all marketplaces so yeah. yeah Asia, yeah, yeah, yeah. America. Okay. Yeah, because there was a delay. So it was like November 12th was US launch, and then it was November 19th for EU. And everywhere else. Uh, yeah, and a few other places like Singapore, if you wanted to. If you wanted to go it's human yeah I'm, I'm interested to see what it's like this time of year i'm sure they have they're not on their third lockdown because they're probably right. being safe so your question is all right let, let's so, this so in. what do i think of the, of the launch lineup yes in terms of the <laughs> okay games, that's way different yes do you think this is one of the stronger launches that uh sony has had for a console uh let me search my soul i think so dude look back I at the ghost so. the call of duty ghosts that's my problem <laughs> i'm going back to ps4 and it's like yeah there were games but it felt like it was like one of those sentences where you're shrugging while you're saying it there was games mm-hmm. like um yeah there's a call of duty ghost sucked actually yeah there's assassin's creed black flag awesome game but there wasn't any pow wow like sony exclusives mm-hmm. it felt like resogun here's our third party rush of games that like yeah. you we're gonna get anyway right and wait for us to have shit mm-hmm. like you know post uh january I do remember there being some interesting stuff like, yeah, Resogun, Transistor was one at launch, which was pretty cool. Was it? Yeah, that was like in the first year, I think. Okay. So launch year, but. I don't like that game. I'm going to say it. I'm going to uh, put my, I'm going to put the gauntlet down. It's no Hades. Yeah, it's no Hades. <laughs> I like things like Hades and I like things like Bastion. I don't like it when they do like the more rpg mm-hmm. uh because I didn't like the combat Transistor. It's a, it, this is a whole different conversation for a whole another day, but yeah, it had a different I like, just, when people mention it, I just needed, I need, so. as a gamer, I'm compelled to go like, I don't like <laughs> 
but okay so that was standing looking yeah. back even like ps3 like okay you had a call of duty i think there was like heaven sword and like a few other games and i'm like eh. what, for ps3 ps3 yeah i wasn't around for that but it sounded like there was fucking shit all on yeah. that one and ps2 i don't remember anything i think of the bouncer the bouncer was the only game that came out for that thing <laughs> yeah so i guess in recent memory yeah this is probably one of the better launches and i'm it's, impressed by it it's a strong like just looking at the lineup it's a strong fucking lineup mm-hmm. right um first of all you got your pack-in game you got your astros playroom which is beyond charming it is like three hours of a joy injection to your veins i was telling you and when i said it two weeks ago you're like wait you were playing that for two hours why i was like don't waste my time i have adult games to play daniel and then you popped it in slammed the door and i mean it surprised you huh uh it didn't just surprise me it made me smile which is not something i do so much anymore uh at all I can't do it. I'm, I'm thinking about how. No, that's a wink. <laughs> I tried. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I, that was one of those winks that I wish you had done to yourself in a mirror, <laughs> not at me. <laughs> Got to practice somewhere. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's it's just injected with a lot of like PlayStation nostalgia. Like I didn't mm. know it was, it was going to be like that. Like it, there's a bunch of references to mm. like PlayStation history. Uh, you can collect artifacts in the game of all these, um, the, like the PlayStation consoles and their peripherals. Mm. And of course they're gigantic compared to the little Astrobot. Yep. And the whole thing is that you're living inside a gigantic PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. And going through like different parts of it, like the cooling parts of mm-hmm. it, and and the fan, the and SSD, all this shit. the SSD, Speedway, and all yeah. this other stuff. And I like that you have these four very distinct levels that are broken huh. into four sub levels, but each one has an overall arcing error of PlayStation about it. Like the first area is like this is PS One, PS Two, Three, and Four, mm-hmm. and it plays into like the stuff that you find, the artifacts, the the scenes that you see the Astro boys and girls reenacting, you know, it's, it's fun. It looks like there was a lot of care and love baked into it. There was, obviously they loved everything that they were working on this game. And the the best part of it is somebody called it PlayStation propaganda. It is, it is PlayStation (laughs) propaganda, but in the best fucking way. Uh, And it is also an amazing tech demo for what the dual sense does. Mm -hmm. Right, like the way it uses haptic triggers, uh, the the way that it, the motion controls are pretty fucking spot on. It's mm-hmm. it's it's great. Some and of it sounds... is gimmicky that other games and and first party devs probably will not lean into, which is kind of a, yeah. a bummer that this is probably the biggest showing that we're gonna have of what the Dual Sense can do for a while. Yeah, because I don't imagine like you know every company is gonna be like let's really develop each aspect of the Dual Sense for our game. Let's have people blowing into the microphone yeah. because not, that's a cool implementation. Not every no. game is gonna do that. Not at all. So. But we did get a preview of how every game is gonna handle bow and arrow forever. Mm-hmm. Like they're all gonna feel like that. Mm-hmm. And it feels awesome where it's like you're doing it in the game and you can feel like the tension of pulling back mm-hmm. the string. Like, I'm just like oh shit. You were, you were telling me specifically about Call of Duty which we'll get into later where yeah. it actually feels like you're pulling on the trigger yes to, to shoot the gun which is especially when you're aiming down for ads yeah it, it's yeah. really cool well hang on so let's so yeah, the, the whole the whole lineup though the whole lineup is pretty solid i gotta say there because there's two factors here it's not just the ps5 games that are available mm-hmm. um some of which are upgraded versions of ps4 games and some of which are originals like demon mm-hmm. souls but it's also the fact that if you get ps plus you have access to like 20 PS4 exclusive exclusive titles. Yeah. And it's really cool. The PS Plus collection. So you have games like Mortal Kombat 10, Uncharted yeah. 4, Bloodborne. The Last of Us, Bloodborne, Until Dawn. Yeah. Like so many premium. God Final, of Final, War. Final Fantasy 15. Final Fantasy 15. The Boys. Crash Bandicoot. 
a lot of amazing games that are just so definitive of last gen. Like, I forgot like, about the Bandic- at, Bandicoot. I got to download at that. $60 for uh, the whole year subscription. Like you're getting your money's worth out of that. Like that that's games for an entire yeah. year plus so at there, that point. So holistically, <laughs> it's like it has this baller fucking lineup mm. of like just support. And, and some of that's bolstered by backwards compatibility. But yes. I would say if, even if you rip that away completely, it's got an impressive lineup of games that you can be playing right now, yeah. including Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, Black Ops Cold War, mm-hmm. um, whatever that basketball game is, yeah. uh, Demon Souls, of course. And then, and then Creme de la Creme, the game that I think is just fucking amazing from end to end which is spider-man miles morales oh amazing i thought you were gonna say bug snacks bugs no what (laughs) (laughs) and then there's bug snacks yeah bug snacks is fine (laughs) if you want my quick review i played like 25 minutes of it on stream and i was like oh i see what you are bug snacks and immediately said okay well like it's not a rainy day Mm -hmm. it's not your time for me to like just be spent gotcha. time with not, you, not quite how you you fell in love Donut into County. astro's playroom kind of like it was quicksand where you're like oh i gotta play all oh things. interesting yeah no, no yeah. yeah you're totally right about that I, I was like immediately i was like oh astro's is so good and mm. the fact that i knew that it was a smaller experience made me want to go through it a bit faster and be like okay cool i can get this out of the way and go back to like demon souls or what have you mm-hmm. right so it was, it was cool to take like a breather with that game yeah for it, sure it was a, a great time. I, I'm very, very happy that we gave it a full shakedown. We both got the Platinums. I actually 100%ed yeah. the whole trophy list for oh, both. Oh, look out over here. And the secondary Look trophies. out, ladies. Because I was just like... He 100%ed Astro's Playroom. I was enamored by it. Yeah. It's yeah. it's so charming. It's it's very cute. The fun little songs, you know. The, yeah, the, music's the GPU really cool. The song and the SP, SSP. All the references to, like, th- not even just first-party PlayStation characters, mm-hmm. but, like, third-party. Like, they... Yes. They have, um, so like, you know, you get your heavy rain reference. There's mm-hmm. a cho- there's a trophy associated with that too, mm-hmm. but there's like, um, you, even a resident evil reference <laughs> where it's good. like Jill and Chris holding like an accurate door from mm-hmm. the games. They got the door right, dude. They got a lot about That's it. That's all I right? care like, about. <laughs> the, the one with Kratos and Atreus in the boat off the beach. I'm just like, yeah, this is fun. And like, there's cool. so many Easter eggs that I probably didn't even catch, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah, there's um, references where it's like that's over my head. I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah, there's the the big one that is is a huge reference from the original like PS1 tech demo, which is the dinosaur. Oh, that, it's a big that, spoiler though. Yeah, that gets referenced. That feels a like a spoiler, dude. I'm not gonna say the context of where. Okay, but okay. there there is okay. a dinosaur, the the T Rex that was from the original. Never demo. mind, it's not a spoiler. So. There's no reason I said it's a spoiler. <laughs> there's T Rexes. Yes. They're dinosaurs. Don't worry about dinosaurs. Yeah. If you know Whatever. Sony, you know why this dinosaur is here. Listen, if you, I didn't. You, I had to look it's two up. hours until you figure out what it so. is. So great game. Um, it makes me actually Pretty hungry good. for a fuller Astros experience. Same. So because I I didn't get to play uh, Rescue Bot, which is the VR one. The VR one, yeah. Make another one. I'll I'm, play the fuck out of it. Still not. I'm still not like there enough for VR to be like, oh yeah, man, I'm gonna be playing VR. Like, I, no, I'm alright. I, I do imagine at a point, like maybe midway through the generation, they're gonna probably lean into what will be PSVR two. Or the oh, second iteration. The sequel. It ha- they have to. Maybe. So, uh, they have to. They Who's have obligating to. I, I just feel like it's something that they committed themselves to and they're going to see it through. Maybe. Or they just like continue to support VR1 mm-hmm. like they're doing right now and just never do like a part two. I want to ask, because like, kind of jumping off the initial thought of like the PlayStation collection, yeah. um, in terms of monthly games, do you think we still get an interesting or at least healthy serving of free monthly games going forward? Because it's going to be hard, right? Currently, there's not a massive library of PS5 games to choose from that could be free. Bug no. Snacks was the first free PS5 game, right. which, you know, if you haven't picked it up, just pick it up, add it to your library, play it later. But 
I feel like they're going to run out of runway with that really quick. So like, what are they going to give me from last gen that I don't have? You know? Yeah, that that's another thing too. And like, I, that's a good question. They're going to lean on PS4 games. Mm-hmm. They are. They're going to continue doing that. Um, and one thing to point out too is Bugsnacks is available on PS4 as well. It is. So maybe we're going to see that where they make sure it's always, if it's going to be PS5, it's a game that's available on both rather mm. than like a PS5 exclusive for free. That's true. That way you can get it free across both. Because, I mean, I'm no good at the maths. Mm-hmm. I don't have a graphic calculator. But <laughs> there's a lot more fucking subscribers on PS Plus for PS4 than there are on PS5. Mm-hmm. So you're going to make sure that you take care of those boys. That's you know true. What I'm saying? And gals. Forgive me. Sorry. That's the gamer inside of me. Being an exclusionist. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think to keep it gender neutral, we're just going to call them gender Ast- astrobots. Sorry. Sorry. From here okay. On out. There's a non-binary option in Black Ops, and it makes me mad. <laughs> all right, all right, gamer boy. Mad. <laughs> that Pog- didn't exist. Hey, Poggers, Poggers. Poggers, you're right. Poggers. Totally Poggers. <laughs> you're totally right about that, dude. So yeah, I'm I'm ex- I'm interested to see how they're going to continue to to roll that out. But yeah, I I'm with you right now in terms of the offering of things that we have. I'm really impressed. Yeah. There's so much to play, and even if like I don't have all these current games, the fact that I can install my ps4 games and just kind of pick up and play is is really neat and you know a good amount of them at this point have i guess ps5 upgrades as yes. well that you you've had a few games that you play around with with that, i'm right? talking to you about that so. so i've um so mortal kombat 11 has a ps5 upgrade um there's a good and bad side to it the good side mm-hmm. is it looks amazing and going between matches on the ssd is like fucking lightning quick mm-hmm. like the moment you're out of a match it's like okay i'm in the next one I'm like oh shit what <laughs> it looks great the downside is is that it's devouring about like 90 gigabytes of space on the system yeah that's a continuation from last gen get prepared to have so much space taken up by installs brings us to a con mm-hmm. so pro i think it has a great lineup mm-hmm. that's one pro one con, con fucking storage one terabyte of which already like 300 gigabytes Mm -hmm. are taken up by like system data Mm -hmm. that you can't do anything with yeah there's a ps3 living inside of my ps5 exactly (laughs) it's too yeah all of astros (laughs) it's too small it's too small Mm -hmm. because already call of duty i don't even have the full fucking game installed Mm -hmm. by the way for call of duty i only have the multiplayer installed. oh yeah because they make you install it in in sharks yeah, and that's already taking up upwards of like 85 gigabytes of Jesus. space. And that's not including their goddamn updates, which they update every day when they realize mm-hmm. uh, it's crashing. <laughs> so I, it's a rough thing right there mm-hmm. where I'm just like, dude, I'm already like, I've already had to clear out stuff because I was, I was just downloading stuff just to see how it looks, like mm-hmm. old PS4 titles, right? And some of them have some benefits, some of them don't. Like uh, Avengers finally doesn't um, screech into the night mm-hmm. since I'm not running it off of my Your Pro. PS4 Pro, that sounds like a jet harrier. Pro number two. Mm-hmm. PS5 is very silent. Even running something mm-hmm. like Avengers, which sounds like a jet harrier taking off on my PS4 Pro, so mm-hmm. it's great. So performance-wise, better. I'm in, I'm impressed, and it makes sense why it is so big to yep. make like kind of space for all the central cooling and fans and everything, and that SSD itself. Um, I've had a few instances where I've kind of noticed it get a little loud. Usually when I'm playing Demon Souls. Or doing maybe the quick resume where I'm kind of popping in and out of menus yeah. and then jumping back in, it like kind of ticks back up a little bit. But it, it does strange things like that sometimes. Yeah. I don't know if it's like downloading updates or mm-hmm. something, or sometimes it sounds like it's actively like mm-hmm. spinning the disc up after being quiet with yeah. it for a while. But I mean, for the most part, I am impressed with how it runs these games. Very, very. It's like a fucking Prius. You can't even hear it coming up 
one. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that yeah. that that's that's a good thing, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. So playing these upgrade games, they look good. I see mm-hmm. a benefit. Borderlands Three also has a PS Five upgrade, and there is a demonstrable difference. How do those menus load though? Uh, super fucking okay. quick. Because that was the thing with the original version where it took forever to jump between your map to your character tree yeah. to your weapons. Yeah, it actually <laughs> runs well. So I'm like, okay, I could see I could see the vision of uh, Solid State Drive, like helping out with just like normal stuff. Because like we're getting to the point where these AAA games don't know how uh, to do anything but clutter up their UI. Because there's so many options and bells and whistles and can't figure out how to fucking make it run. <laughs> Which brings us to Pro... And con number three. Pro so number three. I love the PS5. Like I think it's it's love a very it. perfect next step, a great iteration so far of like a perfect next step. Yeah, from, from I'm gonna know, take PS4, that away PS5. from you. I'm gonna take that away from you. But there are like kind of two things that I don't vibe about it. With uh, one of it is the give and take with the menu. Some of it is cleaner. I do like kind of the, the system UI at this the, point. Yeah, the system UI, yeah. the uh, cross media bar transformation, which is now like a tab between. <laughs> I, I don't think we can use that term anymore. Media like it was only cross media bar on the PS3. Was right? it only for the PS3? Yeah, that was oh. the XMB. What was it called on the PS4 then? Just fucking PS4 UUI. <laughs> Whatever. I'm still going to call it the cross. I know. Like, the, the, there's something about it where they had to like go out of the way and be like, this is the cross media bar. But they do the thing where they tab it between, okay, the first main tab is games, and then the second one is media. So your Netflix, your Spotify, all that YouTube. And I think that clean separation is nice. I do like kind of miss the long-running spindle of like everything that i use pretty like commonly so you know netflix and everything sometimes having to tab over the one extra one is kind of annoying but you know i get why they did it to just keep it in compartments basically it it doesn't seem very different to ps4 to me because like i had to navigate to some other screen Mm -hmm. that's hidden behind a single click Mm -hmm. to get to my media so it's doing the same thing it's hidden on another screen with Mm -hmm. a single click it just runs faster because on ps4 when i would go over to that it would be like oh it's not loading the apps quick enough for me mm-hmm. to select what the fuck okay cool and then like sometimes my when i'm pressing it doesn't react to me mm-hmm. but then like a second later because of the lag it just goes to like oh it flips all the way to fucking crunchy roll and then it starts that instead of youtube and i'm like oh yeah yeah i've, I've had so that's that better on ps5 <laughs> issue before too a few other weird ui gripes the way that they kind of flipped your social and notifications bar where you have like your profile, you have your what's called now the game base, where yeah. your friends list is, which I hate that it's called the game base. That's not a, yeah, that's not an easily understood <laughs> yeah. your trophy concept. section. Like the way they flipped it, it just felt like they did it just to do it, just to say, hey, this is our new feature because if we didn't change it, you'd complain too much that it looked like the PS4. And I, it just felt mm. like non functional change, just doing it to do it. Right. <laughs> where it's like you could have just kept it on top, but whatever. Uh, yeah that that's one comment that i'll make and like that that's definitely a con um which is they've made changes but they didn't make improvements mm -hmm. they made changes just to say here's a ux change Mm -hmm. not to improve the experience i maybe i I could be wrong maybe somebody out there thinks that pressing the playstation button now which is a nice little i like the feedback on it on the controller but you have to press it once Mm -hmm. to bring up like this bottom guide that serves as your game guide for Mm -hmm. ps4 and then holding, like, is the one that goes back to the menu. But that's, like, reverse of how it was before. For PS4. And that's <laughs> fucking killing me. Like, it sucks where I'm just like, wait, how do I see trophies? Okay, let me press it. Let me hold it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I'm here. Oh, wait a second. Now I gotta scroll over to the <laughs> game page and then go over to the trophy. Wait, shouldn't there be, like, a dedicated trophy? Oh, there is. Mm-hmm. 
but it's just as much effort to go navigate well, there. Now, now it's under your profile, so you yeah. have to go to your profile and then drop down to your trophy area and... Don't even get me started on, on the fact that they changed the trophy layout, and I actually, I don't like it as much, and it actually kind of stays me away from, like, being a, a trophy hunter like I was, where I'm just like, uh, I don't know, you made it too complicated, and now I don't feel as enthusiastic about well, it. Well, that's where sad. If I pull open, I'm going to show you this by contrast real quick, because I actually, yeah. I had logged into the PlayStation app today, just to see it, because I... I wanted to do something, but the way it's laid out on here is, so this is the PlayStation app. It's yeah. literally the old way to where if you kind of yeah. scroll down a bit more, like those are, this is a screenshot of it, so you're not going to get anything, but like it's a list view. Whereas yeah. now the trophies are laid out in like these horizontal Tiles. tile views. Yeah. And I don't like that. I wish there was a way to change it. I hope they listen mm. to feedback about it because it's, it's too nested. It's too complicated. Like It should be pretty convenient but, and easy to get to it it doesn't feel like it it feels like i'm going through like a lot of steps mm-hmm. and i feel like there's like i'm never doing the same consistent steps to get to it there's like four different ways to get there and none of them are easy and i never quite remember how to do it and i definitely don't yeah. have it down to a science shit. But, <laughs> like my brain stops every time that i have to like use the guide i'm like wait okay that's what i do i know that they have to lean into these tile cards because it's like their big gimmick of this gen in terms of like you know showing yeah, us the fucking card. trophy or area progress and i do like that in some instances but the fact that they decided it had to be everywhere else is just kind of like uh, i just wish that they like i could press triangle and it goes oh hey here's a customize it you want mm-hmm. tile view again or i'm sorry do you want list view yeah. cool go Anything. for it like j- let me customize that also another loss a big loss for me is that there's no folders anymore for your games mm-hmm. so because like on my ps4 i had a whole folder for all of my yakuza games mm-hmm. and i had a whole folder for my resident evil games mm-hmm. now i don't have enough storage in my console to have all these games <laughs> sure but it would be nice to organize my games beyond the dumping ground mm-hmm. of your games list which are all tiles by the way too mm-hmm. And it, it, it's just like all these tiles where I'm just like, I have to read everyone's like, this one's installed. And one thing I do like that. I can like navigate to like what's actually installed mm-hmm. versus what have I purchased in the past? But it's still just a dumping ground where I can't be like, let me sort by like genre. Like what's going on here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the folders I want, it made me feel that I had control over how my layout was. Well, and that's what you want to give somebody. I like seeing people's folders because it's, it, they were always clean. And especially yeah. if you had a full collection, like I think of you with your resident evils and your Yakuza. Yeah. I think of Chelsea with her full Yakuza layout. And I'm just like, that stuff is cool to see. Cause it's right. like very player specific where it's now it's like, okay, we're all kind of the same in this clinical UX design and it's fine. It is what it is, you know, but, but like, you know, let us customize it. I know it's still early days. We're, we're griping about nothing really. Right. <laughs> you know, there are people out there fighting for PS5s and we're just like, yeah, but this fucking UX is garbo. And it's just like, it's, it, they're petty gripes really. I just hope over time that they listen to feedback about it and modify or let it's us customize. Just, it's a strange thing. Cause it's not like we're living in a silo where it's been like, oh, well we haven't had a PlayStation four for the last like eight or so years. Mm-hmm. Right? No, we did. And they went through their trials and tribulations and, mm-hmm. you know, did stuff through their UI. How did we not carry those learnings over mm-hmm. is the thing. How did we start to a degree again, where we're both looking at this UI and going, oh, they're going to change this because I immediately don't like it. <sighs> like rather than saying, oh, wow, they really made a big yeah. improvement on this UI and it feels good. And like, it makes sense. Like, no, you're just like, why do I have to have a learning curve for this shit? Don't they realize that mm-hmm. like PlayStation 4 was like the most successful console of the last generation? Right. Like everyone's used to it, dude. And you made the interesting comment that maybe a lot of it was based off of like user click-through data. 
Yeah. Where it's like kind of maybe seeing how long it takes or the process by which people click through on their consoles. And I'm just like, yeah, but maybe a lot of that isn't deliberate. I don't know. Right. <laughs> maybe they have clickstream data of people like accidentally clicking once on the mm-hmm. PS4. And they thought, but yeah. And they thought, oh, they're clicking once a lot and then having the whole second. Hmm. Let's make them just like reverse it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ooh, that's like what you did to the Japanese, which was reverse X in circle. Yep. Like it select was always circle in Japan mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh, international standard for y'all. I'm sure people, I'm sure there's Japanese players right now. Just going like, what the wait, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> circle is not cancel. What the fuck? Like they, they, they're accidentally backing out constantly. Cause they're like slamming X. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I have that God. problem. That's how I on, feel right now. I have that problem whenever I play my switch because of the, the button orientations yeah. of what they do where it's like, I always feel like I'm doing the wrong thing between a and B and X and Y, but uh, yeah i know it's it's Uh, whatever thing it's a small gripe because you can mm -hmm. easily like go around it but at the same time maybe that's the wrong learning they got Mm -hmm. out of that experience maybe you know maybe i do wish that there was a way to pin certain stuff to my little bar now or like i could oh so it doesn't go away yeah yeah, my like capture gallery would be cool because i hate that i have to dive for that a little bit true Mm -hmm. true yeah like i i remember (laughs) being like yo how come i i I have to go out of my way to find my capture gallery and you're like oh it's right here on my on the Mm -hmm. guide and i was like it isn't isn't for me because i've installed like a bunch of fucking games so it already whatever hierarchy mm-hmm. knocked it off of the tiles on my game yeah. section <laughs> and i'm just like shit pro tip to those who might be getting a ps5 soon so initially when you get a trophy it actually captures video save of it as well yeah that's going to take up space so you guys can disable that turn it off yep. <laughs> you don't need a 15 second video clip of every time you get a trophy <laughs> yeah although i think in some instances it might be cool to have it enabled for like sure maybe dark souls where like that that last 10 15 seconds up to the trophy is a cool like boss feat or accomplishment mm-hmm. do that for sure but like having it enabled for everything is just going to take up space so you've brought me to a pro mm-hmm. i like the capturing i like the oh, game captures good. and it's the pictures so they've done it so well like <laughs> editing videos now mm-hmm. is so great like because you can have like precision edits now instead of going through like oh one second intervals five second interval you know no, no, no precision fucking edits mm-hmm. and i love like so originally when you would press the record button or i should say the uh capture gameplay button it would just bounce the last 15 minutes of gameplay mm-hmm. now you can choose between yeah. like oh give me the last 30 seconds because something funny happened or give me the last five minutes because mm-hmm. i was in a boss fight or give me like a full like range of 15 minutes. or 30 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i'm like that's so nice the other thing which is so perfect is that when you would make an edit from your bulk gameplay captures mm-hmm. on ps4 it would just make a new video out of that while retaining the 15-minute chunk. Mm-hmm. In this one, it asks you, hey, do you want to replace the original that you edited this from so you can save space? That's cool. Beautiful, dude. <laughs> Fucking, okay. That is where they've gone like uh, above mm-hmm. and beyond to fix that feature. Well, that was the thing that they were harping on for this next gen where they're like, okay, we're going to get the share button down. We're, we're going to get, get this right. capture creation yeah. right for you guys <laughs> because we know that you guys love this feature. And yeah, I can't I can't disagree with what they've done with it so far. Pretty fucking easy to use. I like it. I've been sharing screenshots like nuts, like Matt. My favorite thing, you could also crop the screenshots now. Mm. So you can just zoom in on the thing that you thought was funny and cool instead of making people like see this image that you're like, why do you think this is funny? <laughs> read the caption oh that doesn't translate on twitter <laughs> like no they fixed that so that's that's a, that's a big boon for yeah. them i'm a big fan of it because I, yeah. I use capture mode a lot and it helps out a lot of these kind of first party games moving forward have a really cool distinct photo mode you know between games like right. spider-man miles morales demon souls the fact that demon souls has a photo mode is just it's very, amazing and it's an amazing very photo cool mode. although miles morales is like 
above and beyond. I mean, when I think back to like the OG photo mode that just ruins all others for me, it's it's Spider-Man 2018. Yeah, even so, keep yeah. it up, Insomniac. You're doing good work with the that. fact that you can set your own lighting in those pictures now mm-hmm. is just like you you've you've moved it onto another game now, yeah. man. You've moved, like this the captures that I'm seeing online that Insomniac's been sharing. I'm just like, what the fu- is that from the movie? <laughs> what the fuck? This is insane. It's insanely good, and uh, I like that they have like a consistent UI across the Sony exclusives for photo mode now. Mm-hmm. Like it's very similar. Like Shishima has one mm-hmm. that's very similar to Spider Man. Spider Man has one that's super similar to Demon Souls. So it's it's kind of cool. Interesting. Although Demon Souls is the lesser of all of them, by the way. Well, it, it has like the least uh, that you can fuck features. With. But yeah. I will say this. To its advantage, photo mode is the only thing in Demon Souls that allows me to pause the game. Yes. <laughs> and use it to my advantage uh-huh. to where I can crane the photo mode camera and look at the environment <laughs> it's so much for potential. certain things. Yo, dude, <laughs> so. I hope they remaster Bloodborne. Yes, Please. Yes, yes. Oh. So I can use that photo mode. It's amazing. This is kind of maybe a last pros and con thing that will yeah. lead us into maybe our last game conversation. But uh, one of my favorite things about the PS5 is is the dual sense the controller i think it is my favorite yeah, let's talk about controller, the controller hands down favorite uh, game hang on yeah. say it for the kids at home it is my favorite gaming controller ever of gaming yeah i think so. that's amazing yeah that's me honestly i'm get. i need more time mm. i need more time because like i'm a you know i'm a shy lover mm. right but pretty soon i'm gonna be going down like a clown on you you know what i'm saying the, so this controller i'm in the precipice of mm-hmm. loving it forever the, there are kind of two like Eh, things about it one of them is yeah. more tethered to the console itself and how it charges it where how it doesn't. you, you kind of helped me figure this out where the front ports for the usb cable do not charge yeah. as efficiently as the back usb cor- ports do where if you charge your controller to the back side your controller actually charges in normal mode and rest mode in a quick amount of time <laughs> um i think that was a bug though yeah i think they since fixed it okay whereas i do it from the front ports and i'm just like i yeah. was literally charging my controller for seven hours and then i would unplug it and i'm like oh and it's only dead. one battery it yeah made no sense it that means it was like it would turn it on or like mm-hmm. let you like play but it wasn't charging it wasn't at charging all the front it port. They, so they released a firmware update for it so because like i've been charging it from the front and like turning it off the console and then i have a full fully charged controller okay. yeah so didn't so realize they updated that yeah, they so that's it. that's good that was so annoying at first where i'm like what the fuck yeah that was like a day one bug thing and because it happened not just to you like you're describing it before i even got my unit and mm. then it happened to me and i was like what the fuck mm. dude okay that's weird but then i discovered use the back yeah but um, to its benefit mm. that battery lasts forever it lasts a good long while for it doing sound and the haptic feedback and the fucking front lights although the lights are way less obtrusive than the then, fucking uh, bar on yeah the you DualShock hated 4. it on the dual shark what are you lighting the floor for <laughs> i gotta see i don't i can't it's I, my flashlight yeah you're making me turn the controller to blind myself to figure out how my health is in the game i could just use the in-game ui it's way sure, more useful than sure. blinding myself yeah this is this is better this is a lot better i'll admit that there's one <laughs> thing i don't care for and i want to see if you can figure it out without me saying anything but there's um, one feature on this controller that i'm just like why didn't you just carry this over from the dual shock dual shock one feature mm-hmm. that you didn't carry over this is yeah. a good question mm-hmm. um is it the drink holder no i can't guess what what's about? it is the shape of the home button oh i like that i don't like that at all i mean it's easier to hit the <laughs> rounded one because like uh-huh. now i feel like i'm hitting like um 
one of those shaped macaroons macaroni things it makes no sense so in, <laughs> so between the two sticks there's yeah. a little icon that is kind of shaped like the playstation <laughs> logo that you press down to like return to home or whatever i like it whereas previously it was just a circle that was more protrusive and i like that more it was more it was dominant and i can actually like get a sense of what i'm doing but it's like the logo is shaped sure. out of it i yeah. like the i it's cool i don't know i like it Although I can find myself hitting the mute button that they have right beneath it way more by accident. Yeah. And then hearing the my cops go, boom. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what happened? Is the FBI Actually, watching me? I like that mute button a lot because yeah. before when we would play Overwatch together and I'd have to cough or something because it was like taking a big hit. Yeah. I'd have to unplug my controller or from the headset. Now I'm just like hit the mute button, do my cough. No big deal okay yeah yeah no it's it's pretty nice actually um i've been using that too do you hear it when it goes on mute i don't know right it doesn't make a sound it makes like, like a little for the other people oh no not for the other people. no okay sweet i'll use that button from now on mm-hmm. when i'm feeding well, I mean, my I, fish i should ask you do you hear it when i use it i don't think so so there we go i don't maybe i we gotta experiment we'll experiment with it tonight yeah, let's figure that out we gotta do some testing yeah <laughs> yeah so i yeah, is there anything else kind of high level or deep dive you want to talk about the console before we get into our maybe Demon Souls we, talk? Here? We got into it. Yeah, okay. we got a. I think um, we got into a good amount of it. Okay, we should probably uh, do some Demon Souls. I mean, do you have any questions about some of the titles I've been playing? How's Call of Duty? Call of Duty's pretty fresh, man. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, so like, you have the haptic mode okay. that you can turn on and off from the in-game menu. Um, it feels good because like when you hold down to aim your weapon for ADS, Mm -hmm. like there's, there's tension to it where it's like, it's an active motion. There's just tension to it. So it feels like meteor, 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 meteor doing it. Like it's a nice situation. And then when you, um, the big difference when you shoot, it feels like you have to squeeze the trigger like an actual gun instead of like tapping. Okay. Because, like, there's actual feedback to it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's, like, a little bit of a surprise when you get into a situation where it's like, oh, there's a guy in front of me. And then, like, you don't expect to have, like, the the resistance. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, wait, what? And then my my aim goes up. So it it takes a little acclimating to, but it feels nicer because i feel like i have something like weighty in my hands Mm -hmm. even if i'm not doing like the gun motion right yes i feel like there's like a weight and resistance that should be there Mm -hmm. in the game um otherwise the game's great black ops uh multiplayer has been great for me uh they got a new nuketown Ooh. Nuketown 1984. Of course, they always slap a new year on that town fucking punk rock dude oh cool yeah dude it's awesome um best map yeah i want to see what the story's like um, but I need to like dedicate myself since I have such limited space these days on my brand new next gen console, Sony. You ran out of space within the first twenty four hours, you animal. Where yeah, you're like, I gotta download everything. Yeah, because I downloaded fucking Bloodborne and Avengers, and I fucking tried yeah. RE two on there just to see what mm-hmm. benefits. And just it's to like see the lighting. And I forgot that RE two only loads once, so it's like you don't really get to like True. benefit from the SSD because that game's already super optimized. Mm-hmm. What a fantastic game! by the way still i played it for <laughs> just a little bit about it on the ps5 just to see how like the intro was and i was just like oh shit i found myself playing it for like fucking four hours <laughs> you're like oh I, was, I beat it again i was like wait what the hell and i was like oh whatever but like there is like you know lighting benefits and mm-hmm. such right the lighting looks a little more natural a little more luminescent when you play some of these older games sure. but otherwise it's like it's, it's a ps4 game <laughs> one of the ones that i'm looking forward to going back to myself and i actually just bought this last night is yeah. control the complete edition that comes oh. with like the foundation and awe because when i played it on the ps4 originally when it came out in 2019 that game suffered from so many performance issues and i felt like it was always like stepping over itself and just kind of chugging and crashing yeah. so i 
hope there's a big performance uptake with it uh, on the PS5. Yeah, I have to wonder about that because you're still playing the PS4 edition. Yeah, so and they are making a PS5 upgrade. I don't, and I would bet my bottom dollar that well, that's going to be the one that is performs the best. But I imagine it's one like a version that plays on PC though at this point. Because huh. what is our PS5 now except? a fucking computer you know yeah yeah yeah. yeah. so it so like the ps5 upgrade would be uh yes. comparable to pc you're still playing a ps4 game right now but the loading times would be better so here so the frame rate was an issue for me in avengers mm-hmm. and when i played on the ps4 it was super stable okay and that game already comes on the offset with a, either a resolution mode to prioritize like 4k mm-hmm. or performance and it's funny that, like, last generation was doing that for a couple of, like, high-profile mm-hmm. games. Now it's, like, every game I pop in like, has that option. Has that feature of, like, do performance or do 4K. Because you can't do both. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, there's no way. Like, Miles Morales, for instance. Like, you were playing on the, the 4K. And Initially. Like, yeah, it looks fine. It looks the same. And I was like, yo, put on performance real quick. Yeah, I would highly recommend performance mode all the way for, for all these games. Even if you have a 4K TV. Because yeah. it's just, like, that constant, like, 60 frames per second in resolution is amazing. It is. It is. And then, like, I, I don't know if I can go back so easily. Like, I, I've been going back to Yakuza 7, which is just a normal PS4 edition. Mm-hmm. And it's rough on the eye sometimes. Oh, really? Just like, at, like, when I go from Demon Souls to that game, it's, it gives me whiplash. Eyelash. It gives me eye... Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let that one lie, because that was something to see. Yeah. So, anyway. That's why I'm just like, fuck, I need the, I need the upgraded version of Yakuza 7. I, mm-hmm. I need that 60 frames, doggy dog. That's why when I beat Demon Souls, I'm going to go to Dark Souls 3 because they upgraded it for 60 frames. Did they really? They did. Oh, I'm going to pop that shit in because oh, yeah. I'm still working through the DLC. I didn't finish Ring cool. City so or started it. So, or Ashes of Arendelle. Uh, long time ago I started that shit, but mm-hmm. that's like, I don't know. I don't remember. Well, no, you started a new playthrough altogether. So like, why not just start yeah. both of them? Up I don't know what I'll do. I know that this is the thing with I'm you lost. now. You're all over the place. I got to see <laughs> everything that this new vessel is bringing me sir i thought i would jump back and forth between my two consoles pretty regularly even still but i'm just like having these days where i'm like oh should i turn on my ps4 just to play like a game that's on there and i'm like no let me just move it over via the cloud and yeah. just install Fuck that it. old news <laughs> uh, although i used my ps4 last night for disney plus because okay. i don't have it logged in for the ps5 and i'm using your account oh yeah. that makes sense <laughs> new mando gotta watch that oh yeah forgot about it's that that hotness this year is it really everybody's loving mandalorian everyone loves the mando little baby yoda getting the hijinks eating getting fish <laughs> eating fish eggs just pissing off mando pissing off mando dude just a it's a great show it's a great show so let's let's get into the the main event here Mm -hmm. because i feel like we did enough of a deep dive let's talk about demons souls the blue point remake of what the 2009 2009 game what do you think about it because i i really do think blue point did what they do best here and nothing more than that oh whoa (laughs) where they did an amazing one-for-one ground up Mm -hmm. visual remake with a few kind of like conveniency things that they kind of updated but for the most part it's just a huge visual overhaul from the original yeah yeah, and i love that i think it looks amazing i know a lot of people are just like it looks too good give me some of that like low resolution grit you know (laughs) make it look like muck and i'm just like i miss when this game looked bad (laughs) yeah yeah one of my favorite parts about it is the visual look of it because it it is gorgeous and and the lighting and and i wouldn't say character animations but like environments look really great yeah, the environments do look great, but I do understand um, some of the complaints because it's like limitations always 
seem to breed excellence when it comes to creative mediums. Like I look at like, you oh, know, wow. like older films where it's like, yeah, we don't it's getting deep. Yeah. We have to like get creative with the fact that we don't have the resources to just put like a thousand or sorry, a million dollar mm-hmm. fucking CGI monster here. So what are we going to do to like shoot the scene? And I think um, from software had a lot of that design philosophy, that guerrilla design philosophy to just like get it done for demon souls. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that roughness carries over and some of its roughness and some of it's like, Oh, the weirdness and alienness of their creature designs doesn't carry over because now they just look like cool Diablo enemies rather than being like vibrant, bizarre creatures from the original. I mean, some of them still look very bizarre. They do. Yeah, they look cool. But like when you look back at the originals, you're like, oh, fuck, it's weird. But part of it is the fact that it's not like rendered at, you know, 200 million goddamn polygons. Right. <laughs> um, and I think um, our friend Nick was saying the environments suffer the most from that design. Uh that uptick and i'm just like i don't agree i think the world looks fucking beautiful yeah i think it looks great uh maybe it looked cooler in the original but there's no way no way you're gonna get me to go back and play fucking 2009's demon souls versus this game i mean that was gonna be a hard thing to like it's get done. Me to do in the first place and now especially so i'm not going back to the original like, no there's no way no no way <laughs> but overall like i i love this game mm-hmm. i i do i'm impressed as fuck i can see I have I give it such massive respect for being the game that launched a genre, mm-hmm. right? With that caveat, and I think this is something that you've been suffering through, is that it is not the perfection of the genre. It is the start of the genre. Well, ex- That's a difference. <laughs> and to lean into what I was saying about Blue Point having not done like a mechanical overhaul with it, it's no. much like what they did with Shadow of the Colossus when they remade that. The visual, the the feel of the game is still there, but mechanically it's still dated in a lot of ways. Yeah. In a lot of its approach. And yeah, with it being the first installment, like, again, Dark Souls 3, Bloodborne, Sekiro, all these games that came well after it, refined so many things and distilled so many of the processes mm-hmm. and made it more user-friendly and player-friendly in terms yeah. of, like, you know, fast travel or the fact that there's more checkpoints in in the level or it doesn't take so long to get to a boss without a checkpoint is one that was my main gripe yep um and yeah it's a lot of it while these games are still brutal these newer ones there's convenience baked into it that makes it easier on the player so Mm -hmm. yeah this one it's it's very much that first installment it's brutal i think it's in a lot of ways probably the hardest of them Mm mm-hmm um i i know you've been having an easier time with it not a new game plus god damn it <laughs> but yeah yeah i had an easier time with that because um i i don't know it just it felt like a just such a natural like return to it where mm-hmm. see that's the thing if if you are walking into and expecting to i won't say it's like massively dated it feels as good as some of the other dark souls games like where i feel like i'm like i'm still playing it and thinking to myself like yeah all of the things that i've learned in dark souls mm-hmm. translate here right it's just that there's nuances to this game that you're just like what like the tendency system like whether you're white or black tendency and it's like i had to look up like what does that mean oh i have a i have to like not die while in human form even though human form gives me like my full health bar and i don't look like a fucking ghost man running through the level but like i was like oh so that's kind of like the hollow thing from dark souls Mm -hmm. but that made more sense versus in this game it's like wait I have to stop myself. I have to light a candle. I have to soul search and be like, yeah, I think that makes sense. Okay, let me go back. Well, that was the first mechanic that really threw me for a loop where yeah. I died for the first time. And I'm like, why don't I have all my health? Why don't I have a full health bar? And it was right. so infuriating because I'm like, the game is already hard enough as it is. And then when I use these stone eyes to get my health 
back up, and then I die again, it affects me negatively because they have this tendency mechanic, which I know people <laughs> really love. People think it's so cool, and yeah, on paper, it's I think it really is. Neat. I mean, there's no. I don't think it's so cool. I just think it is. There, it just exists. There's interesting gives and takes with it. Where sure. if you have a pure white tendency, you might get interactions that you don't otherwise. Or weapons or, if you have or a items. Pure yeah. black tendency from having died so many times, you get harder enemy encounters and better yeah. loot drops. So like, there's a cool like system at play there. But at first, it was so damning. And frustrating because I'm like, okay, well, I'm already getting my ass kicked. Now I feel like I'm getting doubly punished because I mm. want to have full health. It made me a little mad. Yeah. <laughs> but after a while, you get used to it. You get used to just being a phantom hollow thing all the time. Yes. So. See, that, that that's a little psychological play that I want to say there. It's sure. like <laughs> the game is using visual um, language to let you know that it's bad thing when you're not human because your health bar looks like it's halved. But like, that's just a fucking mind trick. Think of that your half health bar as being your normal health bar. That's your default health bar. That's who you are normally. Oh, and that doesn't that fucking suck? Yeah, it's stupid. But that's the truth of it. <laughs> like, it's just a from software trick. Another little fucking mind fuck that they always do in their games that makes me love them. Or <laughs> I'm just like, they didn't have to do that, but they did it. I know it's it's hard to fight against that where you're like, no, 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 my normal should be my full health bar. No, you're wrong. That is abnormal. That's not a normal state for you. That's like you being an in, like jacked right now. That's not normal for Daniel to be super fucking jacked. <laughs> but that's the ideal, right? Listen, there are already so many things that are disadvantaging me as a player. I don't have renewable consumables. I have to find these little crescent green moon grasses Beautiful to heal grass. myself. Like 10 HP when I do use them. <laughs> I don't have checkpoints that are very generous. So it's like, I'm already being punished enough. And then you want me to, you're going to gaslight me and make me think that my puny health bar is my health is bar. Is your real health, no. Daniel. No. That's your no. real health. I accept it. Because the constant <laughs> Consequences of dying in human form are so great, and, P- and the NPCs get on you for it too. Where they're like, "Oh, oh we they, smell a human here." It's true. We're the using, fucking we're uh, using your demon souls. That's not good. <laughs> Those red boys show up and they start slashing Whatever. at you because you became a, a beautiful, beautiful ripe rose. So. They want to pick. This is going to be kind of an interesting conversation for yeah. the two of us because I feel like the last few Soulsborne games, save for Sekiro, where I think I favored a lot more heavily than you did. I don't. Um, I love that game. I'm not in love with that game. Yeah, it was my game of the year last year. So I have nothing but high praise for that game. Mm-hmm. And Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne, I felt like we were more or less on the same page. This game, you love. I'm very, like, kind of middle of the road ambivalent about it I'm seems like, like you're annoyed by it i yeah i'm pretty much like, annoyed you're super by annoyed by it and honestly <laughs> like i wanted to fall in love with it immediately and yeah. i didn't that's how i felt about bloodborne the first time i played it. i was just annoyed by it that's how i felt about demon souls the first time i played it all those years ago where i just like oh, yeah. i was working at uh i think i was working at playing trade right and i just checked it out from the store mm-hmm. played it and i brought it back like the same day and i was like what the fuck is this like <laughs> yeah and i mean yeah. that's that's definitely like an era of its time mm-hmm. uh i think Dark Souls 3 was the perfect kind of learning point for me to get into the series and then Bloodborne and Sekiro. That was the one that Um, got me into the rest of them. I think I haven't hit my clicking point with this game as quickly as I would have liked to have, where, you know, I know the ebb and flow of everything. I have my head wrapped around every mechanic. I'm a god in it, like you've been, and it's taken a little bit more time. Um, let me tell you, like, the the first area I got stuck in for 10 unnecessary hours. I was doing the same fucking run over and over to the tower night and just beating my head against a stone wall mm. because I was so frustrated with all of it. And I'm just like, ah, fuck. 
market. Yeah. But I'll, okay, so <laughs> there's a few things I don't care for about this game. I will say I really do like the approach to kind of play it in whatever order you want, the kind of open level design sprawl. Where Mega it's Man. Like, yeah, you have five different um, kind of arch stones that you can choose between in terms of worlds that you go to. And they have three to four worlds each. Yeah, yeah, with three to four bosses that kind of mark those main points in between them. And I like that you can choose to start on any one of them. I mean, granted, starting with World 1-1 one, one makes the most sense, <laughs> but, you know, just kind of having the freeness is neat because I've been doing stuff like in just such an interesting order, whereas another player might be doing something different and i like that a lot um i know you were saying uh in terms of elden ring where we're like oh yeah we're praising miyazaki and and martin for having done this like kind of do whatever let me throw that out right now martin's not doing shit i know i know i know he already did his thing he came in and was like here's some fucking creature here's some names that you can throw into his he's not like sitting there with miyazaki going like let's build this he can barely write a book (laughs) he can't be making a fucking game okay (laughs) we were saying how they like we're getting praise for the idea when it's like okay demon souls already demon souls already did it so yeah i I like that a lot Um, because mega man already did it exactly i think that's probably one of my favorite parts about it to be honest what are, what are some high points for you because when we talk about like the world design i yeah. think the world design is is interesting at best i don't love all the levels i yeah. don't love the navigation of all the levels yeah, yeah and i think the bosses are kind of meh right so yeah that's all rough <laughs> yeah um, I, I actually am not there's maybe been wow. <laughs> two and a half bosses that i've been impressed by and the rest are just Jeez. like okay this is kind of bland the arena and like kind of swell the music and and feel of it is cool but like the boss like movement and gimmicks are just like kind of basic okay um, yeah um no yeah there's a lot of hate that uh, that you have yeah. for this game and it's it's i wanted it's to love it to me and i i'm gritting my teeth yeah. through it because i think there is a good game there i just think it's not for me in the way that i wanted it to be yeah and, and I, I just have to learn what it is and i think that's like honestly the formula distilled down to its barest essentials we're looking at the fucking primordial pool of dark mm-hmm. souls but we're not looking at dark souls which is what came after i i, I get why it was always gonna be that purist way. would love this game because yeah. it is so raw and oh, yeah. hard and everything and i'm like that's fine but you know yeah not everything is for everybody and that's no, okay I, I can recognize that i know exactly the game that would have fucking hit you instead of blue point doing what they always do which is we're just going to reskin this game but we respect the lineage too much to change this game mm-hmm. you would want something like a design approach to we're gonna reboot this almost we're gonna re we're gonna remake this mm-hmm. actually remake this where the mechanics are going to be updated to what everyone loves of dark about dark souls 3 and bloodborne mm-hmm. where we're at now and then reconfigure the boss fights to be like super dynamic yes based off of that yeah that's I, the game that i think like that's a what lot i would want modern audiences would like and yeah, i mean sure. i look i look to remakes like and capcom spoiled us with these sure. resident evil 2 and resident evil 3 remake where those are not one for one remakes they're recontextualizations they are reconfigurings of those original games and modernizations of them whereas this uh-huh. is like yeah, it has a modern a mo- look. Yeah, it has a modern look. It's not it's, a modern mechanic. No. I mean, honestly, like the the combat and controller feel of the game is nice. It has that combat crunch. I feel like when I'm doing visceral attacks and kills, like the animations look really cool. Mm-hmm. The controller has like kind of the mic feedback to where I hear like the, my sword crunching into bone because yeah. it's like part of the dual sense integration, and that's all really cool. It's fucking but, great again there's that old world early ps3 school thought with it where it's like 
we still kept the bosses the way they are. Like mm-hmm. there hasn't been a dynamic fight for me yet, except maybe the flame lurker, which was kind of the closest thing to like a modern, like dark. You also Souls get boss. very close to their names, but never like <laughs> spot on. Is that not the flame lurker? He is the fire lurker. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, <laughs> which you need the flame uh, the, the ring of flame resistance to use or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, it's called, hold on. Is it fire? Is it's it flame called the flame lurker? lurker? <laughs> I'm looking at the, list of the bosses, right? Wherever it is there. Oh, I stand corrected in my yeah. way. Remember what you were calling the fire god, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big god. Big, <laughs> big boss. dragon man. Dragon bo- god. So, okay. Well, sorry. talk to me a little bit about, like, we'll, we'll get into the bosses that I've You don't want to trash it anymore? No, no. I'll, I'll get into the bosses that I kind <laughs> of... Because it seems like you wanted, w- like... <laughs> liked a bit more. I want to yeah. hear your kind of impressions of it, because yeah. you beat the game, you're going for the platinum, you're on the new game going plus the run platinum, right yeah. now. Um, where does this sit for you in terms of, like, your favorite Miyazaki games? Sure. What does it do right? What do you love about it? Again, I think this game is fantastic. I think the design actually does... It holds up for me. Sure. Like, I don't look at the design and go, like, this is trash because there's better games. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I could say that about a lot of older games, right? I'm not going to say that's even my argument. But... Yeah. Your <laughs> argument is that they could have made it better, and they didn't. They chose to retain exactly as it is. Mm-hmm. I respect that, honestly. You think too many of the purists would have, like, kicked against it if they changed it? I don't really care about the purists. Mm-hmm. I care about that they honestly respect this artistic vision that they understand was completely niche. Sure. Access to Demon Souls 3 is not as widespread as getting Dark Souls. I don't even know if this is on PC. Demon mm-hmm. Souls original? I know that, um, like, Dark Souls is on PC and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, so... And it's like... It wasn't a part of the zeitgeist. Dark Souls was the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. And even Bloodborne then... was the zeitgeist. Even then, Dark Souls <laughs> 1 wasn't the zeitgeist. It was, like, around 2 to 3 that people actually respected the series. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think Part 2 had really good marketing... But people would play it and then be like, oh, what is this? And then all of the fans would recommend go back to part one. And then that's how that became get big, mm-hmm. right? But I, I I like the adherence to the design philosophy because honestly, there is a brilliant game there. You just got to understand it's a different time and place, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I like the design of the game. I like the level design is actually, it really forces you more than any other game. And like, you see it in Dark Souls, right? You see mm-hmm. it in part three where it's like, learn the level is like an important part yes. of it. Learn your learn your shortcuts. But For sure. <laughs> you don't have to learn it this much. Mm-hmm. You have to fucking learn Demon Souls. Like you have to learn it like it's an old Super Nintendo game where you got to make sure you know where everything is in the level to yeah. figure out how to get through. Because the thing is, you're not learning shortcuts mm-hmm. anymore. There's you're no learning shortcuts. like, okay, I'm at... It's a gauntlet. Yeah. I, I have to make my way all the way from World 1, 1 to 1, 2 without dying. Yes. And memorizing enemy pass and everything. And like, that's that's retained from like the newer games. I mm-hmm. like that a lot. Um, yeah. It's just, I wish there were more checkpoints as no but, I, I wish there was checkpoints yeah. too but at the same time it's like they would have to really reconfigure that game probably sure. to, to like add those and not yeah. to say that there isn't quality of life features in the game there are and, they have improved things yeah they've made things easier like how your storage system works because it was arbitrary and weird mm-hmm. and some of it's still arbitrary and weird mm-hmm. of like oh wait a second how come my fucking even my consumables weigh me down like the like my health <laughs> items actually weigh me down more than anything else and it's just like damn what a weird way to punish me at all given opportunities opportunities yeah i so my my, the thing that fucking sucks for me is i picked a certain character class that seems to have more of a item and equip burden Hmm. with everything that i wear to where i can't even wear pants because i'm (laughs) too heavy to like roll roll, right yeah um you gotta get that good roll in you know i 
I'll agree. There is some stuff here that is very much design philosophy that if they had mm. changed it, it would have changed what the entire game was. Yeah. And I know they wanted to maintain the identity of it. That's important. You know, respect given because they did that. But, you know, some <laughs> of it's a little rough around the edges for me, that is. It is. And, it's, it's a very rough game. It is an unforgiving game. And I think, like, <laughs> people say that about, like, Bloodborne and Dark Souls. And I feel like those are rough in pockets. This is holistically a rougher game. And I do mean it's just fucking brutal. Yeah. Again, going back to New Game Plus where they fucking make everyone like twice the amount of health and twice the amount of damage against you has been just like biting into a lunamen foil <laughs> at every opportunity. And it forces you to look like master the game. The original playthrough makes you learn every part of the game. Mm -hmm. The second playthrough makes you fucking master it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, we're to the point where I had asked you, I'm like, okay, is this bucking you off at all? Like, does, mm -hmm. it, does it, I asked you, does it make you feel like you're relearning it? And you're like, in a lot of ways, yeah, it's just like, that you have to kind of just change your approach, your weapon set and everything, and yeah. be very mindful of how you take hits, or don't take hits, rather. Yeah, try to <laughs> just never take hits at all given opportunities, which is a great thing. But yeah, no, overall, like, I, again, I still think a lot of um, what From Software laid out is still retained by Bluepoint mm -hmm. in a way that it still shines. I think some of the fights are really cool. I know... Name one. I like them as a set piece mm -hmm. that are interesting. Oh, King of Lot was a cool fight. Okay, I'll King give you that. was a cool fight. Was so was um, fuck. Some of their names are off. Okay, some of the set piece set piece gimmicky fights that like you don't care for. Mm -hmm. I love. I love the um, adjudicator, even though it's an easy fight. But like, it's like a tower that he's stuck in, mm -hmm. basically, with all these floors that you got to like drop down. I thought that was cool shit. Where I was just like, huh. Dark Souls doesn't really use the environment this much, as much as Demon Souls does. I've noticed there are some fights where it's like, let me go up and down, but mm -hmm. it. It's like, it isn't a part of the design. It really is. Here's an empty arena where you got a 1v1, mm -hmm. which is like people seem to really like, and that's why they've always just retained that, mm -hmm. right? This game actually doesn't do that, and that's why it's interesting to me. Yeah. I um, guess where Dark Souls 3 did more gimmicky level fights, it was like, here's an overall, like, really interesting level you have to navigate to get to the point where you can one-shot a boss you know? <laughs> yeah that actually that was like far more disappointing than some of the so, but yeah there are some like arb like the fire god is fucking annoying mm -hmm. like the fire god is a fight where you have to use stealth mechanics in a game that doesn't support stealth mechanics <sighs> like at all like i gotta hide behind a pillar and then like run and then the fight ends up you being whapping his chin <laughs> which is insane to me because that is the the boss that i thought was yeah. gonna be the end-all boss for nah. the game and was supposed to be this really cool thing and it's just yeah. a bullshit set piece boss so you have to wonder like how much of this was just like damn did that team run out of money back in 2009 because even like shuhei yushida like mm -hmm. thought the game was crap when he played it like nobody <laughs> was giving them like any like love or revenue to make that game and yet they invented a new fucking genre with this title mm -hmm. and like i i respect it but the uh, the manner i'm sorry the storm the storm king i think his name is yes that's actually one of my favorites ray. too just because it's like it's such a cool set piece. Mm -hmm. It's an annoying fight, too. I hate dodging those fucking little yep. mana ray spikes. But it's such a cool, like, vibe and atmosphere. It, like, it's bar none That fight does the thing that the Yorm the Giant fight does, where you get a yeah. weapon in that arena to so you you use a lot. the boss, which is, like, the storm <laughs> breaker weapon. Storm ruler. Yeah, storm ruler. Yeah. And you shoot these fucking wind blades at it. And it's, like, really cool. Because yeah. I'm just like, all right, I feel like I have a level <laughs> playing field here. Um, yeah, some of it's, it is neat. Like... The one before that, which is the old hero, which mm -hmm. is a neat little arena as well. Yeah, I like that one too. I also um, like the Maneaters fight. People, oh, yeah. <laughs> people hate that fight, but it's like, yo, this is the fucking groundwork for Dark Souls boss mm -hmm. fights. Where it's just like, oh my god, 
this is rough and I need to get better at my timing. Mm-hmm. It's not even your damage output. You need to get perfect at your timing is one of one of those kind of fights. But then I think about those fights like, what's it called? The Dirty Colossus? <laughs> the <laughs> Dirty Colossus? Was that the Leechmonger? Or? The, no, the, the Leechmonger is the one before that. But in the, the, the Defilement Chasm or the Swamp Area, whatever that yeah, area yeah, is called. Yeah, yeah, you get called, defiled. Where you fight the Leechmonger, which is just leeches. <laughs> and the next one is the Dirty Colossus, yeah. where it's like this stinky giant with an arm cannon. And I'm just like, all right. like Oh, I forgot about that fight. You, you you saw me kill him in like fucking 30 and, seconds. Yeah, in one go. And I'm just like, all right, there's not much yeah. to this. Because it's like, there's so much of a ballet to these more recent fights where it is, you're right, 1v1 arenas, you're learning enemy patterns, and there's a dance to it, and this is not that. Yeah, it's That's okay, game. I guess, because hmm. that's, you know, it maintains what the let, original game let me, was. Let me ask you this. Do you think, like, the, 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 the split brain you're kind of getting with the game is that it looks brand new, but feels really fucking old? Yeah. Is that, like, why you're like, oh, I despise this? Because it's tricking you. Like, if, you're, if you popped into the PS3 game right now, you... I feel like you'd be more tolerant with it. You'd be like, oh, I know what this is. But like the fact that it's like got these brand like new, new fucking car. graphics. Yeah. And then when like you go into a fight and you're like, oh, he just died. What? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. Like, I see that. There's improvements that could have been made. Mm-hmm. I like that they didn't because like it almost speaks to, oh, it's weird. I don't know. It's hard to make this argument, but mm-hmm. it's like they're preserving game experiences that might not otherwise be preserved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, this game would have been lost otherwise. Right, where it's like, we're just going to give this a shinier veneer, but you know what? Here's the structure and bones of what this game that we absolutely mm-hmm. love uh, was and still is now. Mm-hmm. That we think we could just like at least make it survive by giving it new servers and mm-hmm. a new facelift. And I think about games like, damn, I wish they would do that to fucking like Resident Evil Remake 1. Mm-hmm. Like instead of thinking like, oh, we need to do the Capcom Super Remake on it and over the shoulder perspective, mm-hmm. just go... Oh no, let's just like reskin this game and sell it as is because honestly, its structure is perfect. <laughs> like, just, I like that kind of game, right? That's fair. Like, that's kind of cool. If anything, it makes it feel like more of a true love letter. Right. Um, and I, again, respect to them for having done that. It, that is the product that they ended up making. And I don't know if they had much more room to do anything else with it. I don't know if like oh. Miyazaki was like, no, keep it as is, you know, or Sony was like, keep it as is, but. It is a split brain. I don't think like it plays like an old game by any means because yeah. it still does have kind of like modern mechanics and feels about it. It's just like some of the stuff that was originally there, they didn't change about. And that's fine. That's totally fine. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, there's a lot to like about it. I think the lore is, is pretty interesting. I think the idea mm. of, well, I hate the actual <laughs> implementation of it the idea of being like a phantom or a human like that's so cool on paper to me mm. like that's a really unique idea the idea that each area kind of has a arch demon that you're working towards is super cool too yeah i like that um, being able to go between them yeah i was i was surprised that there wasn't really like a kind of uh i guess what you consider a natural progression to an end boss like it's just mm-hmm. like oh you might have maybe end up doing the end boss first without realizing it yeah <laughs> man it's about the journey i i do so. like the back and forth structure of the game mm-hmm. whereas like you have to just press on in an area in dark souls and just get good at it or whatever. Yeah. This one is more like, hmm, I'm not doing well in this this archstone. Let me go flip over to another one and see how far I can progress there. Yeah. And that actually like really worked for me in my playthrough where instead of slamming my head against the same fucking boss fight, I went and got something and was like, oh, I found a ring that makes me a little bit uh, poison resistant. Oh, cool. Let me go to the defilement chasm now because now I have this cool thing that I didn't before. And that place was hell <laughs> before. So I, I, I like the back and forth structure, right? I think that's still cool, mm-hmm. right? 
But yeah, I, I could see there are there's certain boss fights in the game. And I think that's one thing. It's like the boss fights are set pieces, but they didn't exactly have either the learning or know-how. And we're talking about from software, not Bluepoint at this mm-hmm. point, of how to do a fight that feels like you're fighting an actual organism instead of like lines of code. Yeah. And that's something that they perfected where it's like, I'm fighting something that exists rather than I'm fighting a big thing that's meant to be slapped until it falls down. That's and that's true. the difference. Yeah. I, I think of one fight in particular, which is like the Madame Astrea and then the Garl Vinland fight or whatever yeah, that guy's but, name is, where he's like, it's Garl Vinland, yeah. yeah, the knight that protects like this kind of archdemon Madame. And that fight could be really dynamic otherwise, but especially what, between the two of them. Yeah. But it, what it ends up being is like kind of a game of patience where you're doing one slash backing out, you're fighting him in this very narrow, like kind of cliff face corridor. Mm. It's not a very interesting place to fight them. And you're just doing chip damage until he dies. And I mean, there is an interesting kind of flip to that where you can choose to bypass them and just go straight to Madame Australia. And, and it's way harder. And it's way the harder. Plague. <laughs> um, but I just felt like if you were going to put this really interesting, like, knight in front of me, make that fight a fight, you know? Yeah. It, it, what's interesting is that, like, it feels like the, the criticisms that people are having, they're just arguing with a younger version of From Software. Sure. Right? That's okay. And, like, that's that's a problem. But I have to wonder, like, what would have happened if they did that fucking about face where, like, here's a structure of Demon Souls, mm-hmm. but we redid every fight to, like, what we think would be mm-hmm. exciting for, you know, Bloodborne players or what have you these days. Mm-hmm. I wonder how that would have gone down. What if we were just sitting here going, like, these fights are really fucking shitty and weird mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of just going, like, oh, they're just old but serviceable. Yeah. At least you we know? have an understanding for why they are the way they are. Yeah. So, like, I, yeah, I get it, but I still think it's, like, such a great, it's still great to me. Mm. I just like its world. I like its design. I like the way that it plays with colors and mm-hmm. darkness. And I I like that my characters don't look like trash fires now. <laughs> they actually made a way to give the character creator, like, they look like people. Oh, yeah. cool. Uh, they, no, they did. It's they, a thousand times better than they, any from software sure. game. I'll give you that. You can't they, argue that. They still look a little ugly, but they're like a hundred percent better than like the last. Yeah, one. like a thousand and a half percent better. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, but uh, I, but I get it. I, I I have to wonder like what if um the next attempt was something on like on Dark Souls? Would mm-hmm. you do you think that the choice would be retain exactly that but make it pretty, or let's go for a mechanical reboot of Dark Souls? You know. I feel like they'd probably do the same thing again, where it's like, mm-hmm. we're just, because Dark Souls Remastered is a perfect example of that, where it's like, they didn't they change, didn't change a thing about anything. it. And a lot of those fights are gimmicky, kind of like, bullshit fights. Yeah, what's funny is I bounced off of that fucking game, because I was like, this feels old, and kind of still looks old. Mm-hmm. This game, just like, the combination of the dual sense making it feel new again, mm-hmm. with the crunch of combat, in addition to the visuals being so fucking stellar, and mm-hmm. 60 frames, yeah. dog. I still feel like I'm playing a new game, even though I run into like these weird, you know, abnormalities. And we're just like, oh, shit, my uh, this insight system is really something fucking weird. <laughs> like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's still I think it's it's great. And I hope that it's like an onboarding point for people to go like, oh, wow. So I mm-hmm. hear that there's like other games in this franchise or series. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should check back. it out. Yeah. D- did you hear that there's like a direct connection between this game and Bloodborne somehow? Really? Yeah. Like, their, their universes are connected? Hadn't heard that. Okay. I mean, you get the sense that, sense that there is an interconnectivity between this and 
Dark Souls at least. They because, talk like, about old ones. In yeah, this there's game. old ones. There's Patches shows up, who's like a reoccurring character in Dark yeah. Souls. So. I, like i get the sense that there is overlap i just don't really know what it is because okay. like you really have to deep dive into the lore to figure out even what it is yeah man um i like though that these areas that you go to give you kind of a lore summary between each like area mm-hmm. where if i go to like Volteria, if i look at kind of the title card for world one one it gives me a breakdown of like you know what this area is leading up to the phalanx all that and i think that's pretty neat i think one thing that's super strong for me that i i like that having all these modern bells and whistles like are on top of the mm-hmm. one thing that they didn't change that's amazing is that from software's worlds are so deliberate mm-hmm. that you feel like every inch was handcrafted for a player to touch or interact with or just see mm-hmm. because it was very deliberately placed there to the point that it makes me want to see mm-hmm. every trinket every little side story that i missed because i didn't understand that i needed to like throw an item in front of a tree so a bird grabs it and trades something (laughs) in right like i didn't know that but it's like oh i wouldn't have known that unless i started looking up things on like you know reddit Mm -hmm. and seeing people talk about their experiences and be like oh actually these coins do this and there's like a sense of community that's like that's bred there from the fact that we're all in the same environment and it's giving us the same thing Mm -hmm. because it's meant to be seen almost in totality yeah demon souls is like the perfect version of that Mm -hmm. right whereas like you can't make that same argument for games like dark souls 2 because it wasn't really handled by miyazaki Mm -hmm. like it's it's there but it misses some of this this feels like miyazaki was there fucking drawing every inch of this game and it's like i can feel Uh. my my father's hand on my shoulder (laughs) as i plunge into the defilement cavern (laughs) or whatever it's called (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting, right? Where it's like there is this greater picture that only gets revealed in like these sort of water cooler community moments where we're all talking about it together and, and finding out that if you kill this NPC, this happens, or if you keep him alive, like this will happen where you have to keep right. him alive in three separate other occasions and <laughs> right. fight a boss with you. And that stuff is so cool. Like that's something I'll never be able to give them enough credit for. Like the, the deliberation of their level design, lore integration characters, it's all really cool and well mm. done. It's, it feels like some of it is a butting ahead for me here. But, you know, just because I'm being unkind about it, like, I, I like hearing you talk about it and seeing what you see in it that I don't. Because, you know, there, there is a special game here. I slash. You slash. You're like, I get in there, I get strong, I just gotta fuck shit up. Yeah, dude. Up. Love games where I get stronger and stronger. I do like some of the levels, though, I'll say, out of the mm. out of the five of what's, them. What's your favorite? I like the Storm Island a it's lot. It's a very cool one. Uh, where you're kind of, like, it's an island of the dead, basically, that spirits and things are called to because of the energy of the Storm King, so mm. they all just kind of migrate there, like which is really interesting. In it. Yeah, there's this yeah. whole, like, underground kind of, like, necropolis, almost, which is neat. Bulletaria, although it is kind of your standard castle area, it is cool. Like the the double dragons that kind of like haunt the archways, like while annoying. I think that's like kind of cool level and set design. Mm-hmm. Um, the swamp is one where I just kind of was like, I didn't love it. I, I liked it. Um, I liked it. I had a lighting problem with that one too, where I'm just like, oh, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm just kind of navigating through the dark half the time, and maybe I could just have messed with my brightness settings a little bit in my my console or the game itself but you know whatever i'm constantly fucking with brightness and contrast (laughs) in in different modes of my tv yeah i think my favorite is probably the tower of latria which is i know a lot of people are like this is where the real dark demon souls is and this is the hardest part of the game is and i'm just like yeah it's interesting it's a labyrinthian dungeon with cells you have to unlock and then when you get to that like kind of next point 
after you fight the the fool and you go to like this next area where there's like this big i don't even know how to describe it like this meaty vascular beast that's like chained into like the level and there's like these blood pits below with these like abominations with that are like faces kind of faces and faces. kind of like scorpion tails and i'm like what is going on and stone gargoyles. gargoyles like it's it's really really fucking cool that's actually like probably my one of my favorite yeah. parts of the game because it's, so it's just neat. like what is this it's so yeah. like fucking goes because like yeah when you're in the castle area bulletaria like mm. it's it's pretty yeah. bog standard right it's like okay i've seen this a million times but if you played a dark souls game the bizarreness of the Tower of Latry is like this is bloodborne through and yeah. through, doggy dog. There's even Cthulhu beings, mm-hmm. which are super annoying to fight, but train you to like go, oh wow, enemies can do more than one thing. Mm-hmm. That's really bad for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hopefully the RNG is kind to me on this run. I wouldn't even say that that Tower of Latry is any harder than other areas mm-hmm. there's just more going on yeah like having, a lot more. having to navigate the first tower because there's like so many floors to it and knowing yeah. the order of operations of like okay i have to find this floor key and then go back down and then go this way and there's there's a lot going on and it there. teaches you to mind traps. your environment so yeah. you don't fall mind don't your corners traps. yeah yeah corners are a big thing there was one part in that area that i thought was really interesting where i killed the first boss there and then realized that the fog door didn't disappear and that it didn't count that I had killed the boss. And then I walked out of the fog That's door right. and came back <laughs> in and I had to fight the boss again. And I was like, what the fuck? And I went over to you and I was like, hey, dude, what's going on with this? And you're like, there is a magician or a summoner yeah, of dude. sorts that's keeping that boss alive. You have to kill that person first outside of the room who's actually overseeing the boss arena. Uh-huh. Kill them first, and then if you kill the boss, you're And take like, the key on the wall so you can go back and save Bior. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, so, very interesting stuff there. Or maybe it was somebody else. Maybe it wasn't Bior. It was one of the fucking mages that you gotta save. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was Frake. Yeah, I think it was Frake. So, I, I thought that area was really neat. And then once you get through that, you go to a whole second area of hell. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm just like, whoa. So, I mean, some of it, yeah. The, the <laughs> visual language, the design of the levels... While navigating some of it is a pain in the ass because there's a lack of shortcuts. I would say... It's cool. I don't like the first two levels as much as the others. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bulletaria and then the Digger's the Mound where yeah. I'm like, eh. I don't like that one at all, yeah, really. Yeah, kind of sucks. That one, because there's a bunch of really tough enemies that give you, like, no souls when you mm-hmm. kill them. And I'm just like, that sucks. There's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not fun. But... It has one of the cooler boss fights like that with the Flame Lurker. Where yeah, with the Flame Lurker. It feels yeah, yeah. like an actual kind of dark souls fight it does feel like a dark souls fight that's um, one thing but like that's the thing like that game is not consistent with like all fights feel like that mm -hmm. where it's like i think dark souls is better about that where it's like all of the enemies will be like as a 1v1 fight where they go through stages and you got to figure out like Mm -hmm. how to be perfect at the fight this game as my good friend nicholas of the make of monsters 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 has said is that all of the fights in demon souls are basically learning the trick mm-hmm. and that's it and exploiting it exploit the trick <laughs> learn what the what, what is the trick to this fight oh okay it's mm-hmm. this cool that's all i'm gonna do and that's how you're gonna win every single time mm-hmm. there there feels like in games in bloodborne there's still that um that skill check that yes. occurs that needs to happen where it's like oh no 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 this fight can turn. You can't just use the same pattern yeah. against it unless you are OP. I'm not 
striking a sword that is stuck in the <clears throat> agitator's thigh. Yeah. Using it to make them fall over and then yeah. whacking a bird on its head. You know, like, right. I'm not doing, like, that kind of gimmick. Although I do like that there's, like, one or two bosses in this game that do have a weakness that you can exploit, which I feel like is something that's few and far between in Dark Souls and mm-hmm. Bloodborne. Where it's like, nah, dude, I give me that weakness shit. That's what a boss fight feels like. Mm-hmm. Honing in on a weakness. Discovering weakness. Honing on weakness. Try your best to, sure. like find that opportunity during the fight like bloodborne is just like nah <laughs> use fire paper i guess yeah you, you <laughs> use fire paper and and, and pray and roll to the gods roll god damn it <laughs> yeah or hope that you get that very good like visceral attack right can't That's really the only do thing. that here so but yeah there's some good stuff there's good like, stuff in here I, I like the nexus a lot and um the the emphasis on kind of like pvp and like phantom characters is really neat uh the fact that there's a boss where if you get invaded while playing that boss an npc can become the boss yeah. is really neat so like there's there's some really really cool stuff here um i do hope like you said that this is an onboarding point for a lot of people even if it is kind of like archaic they're not going to know the difference because they haven't probably played any of the other ones so they don't no. have any other comparison i mean i have a lot of friends who i didn't expect to want to pick this game up it's like no i'm picking that up first and i'm just like okay okay good luck <laughs> i mean i'm like go ahead yeah D- do your best man now when they say oh i'm gonna pick up godfall i'm like i don't want to know you. yeah <laughs> get out of here that's godfall. a whole other trial what are you talking about godfall godfall's not doing so hot is it not doing hot <sighs> good for them i mean bad for them <laughs> oh well <laughs> well yeah that's as much as i can say about demon souls right now mm. you're I got, working towards the platinum i got the large sword of moonlight that's just that's so cool and i gotta upgrade that bitch yeah i like that that's in like um every dark souls game mm-hmm. bloodborne has it in the dlc and armored core has the sword oh really yeah that's neat so i don't know where it came from first mm. i know it's also in the kingsfield games i don't know what that that is but apparently from software is related to that mm. yeah don't know don't know interesting the sword's interesting. got history i like it a lot and it's interesting the way you have to level it to yeah. use it where it's like oh i'm gonna level faith which is a stat that i don't ever use no to make myself ever equipped to handle it which is it's interesting this is like the yeah bloodborne you don't have to worry about any of those other stats <clears throat> this uh, game you do some of them you do for <clears throat> the trick weapons well no for dexterity you got to worry about mm-hmm. so the build is uh vitality endurance strength dexterity mm-hmm. the rest don't matter and, to you I think Blood Tinge is one for some weapons. For a few. None yeah. of them that I wanted to use. Yeah, I think Everything for Lady Maria's weapon. Oh, really? Yeah. she's got a, Yeah, because she uses blood magic. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the Red Hot Chili Peppers album. There we go. Blood, that, sex, magic. That's Lady what should Maria. Be, that's what should story. be playing <laughs> during her fight. Gotta, gotta, gotta put it, get it in ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yeah. i'm i'm excited to to kind of see you have your your way with this game platinum it it's having its way with me get, right now get your get your third ps5 yeah. platinum which is crazy that we already have two under our belts i got two miles morales so. got astro's playroom uh yeah those are gonna be the ones yeah so demon souls yeah i guess to, to kind of wrap souls. this up and put a nice little bow on it since we, we did a lot of deep diving here uh, are there any things that you're excited for coming up for the PS5? Any no. games that like you really want to see take advantage of, of the console? No, going to trade it in. No? Okay, all right. Going to trade it in. Yeah. It is done. I mean, I still got to pop into Valhalla. Mm-hmm. I've heard incredibly mixed things about that title. <laughs> um, we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not committed to the idea. Maybe I'll fucking start downloading it today. Maybe. Just to like see what it's about i don't think i'm gonna spend too much time in it but um because i don't think any assassin's creed is gonna get me like odyssey again nope i think that's the truth of it that odyssey was 
a class of its own. Mm-hmm. It was the perfect evolution of Origins, but it had a story that just stuck for me, mm-hmm. right? And this one, I'm just like, I don't know. It feels like having to start a new relationship. It's like, ah, okay. Especially like a really long one that you have to commit to for several years because these yeah. games are, they're an endeavor every yeah. time you pop one in. Yeah, super endeavor. And then um, I'm definitely not going to play Watch Dogs Legion until it's like fucking like <laughs> on 10, sale, on 10, super sale, 10 bucks or something <laughs> like that. I don't care. Like I'm not, I'm not there for yeah. it. I, when it comes to PS5, I am of course looking for Res- Resident Evil 8, mm-hmm. looking forward to that. I am looking forward to that upgrade to the Avengers to see if it makes any demonstrable sure. difference to my experience on that game. Or after Kate is going to be the death throw. <laughs> right? We'll see. Are we going to play for a week and then be like fucking done with it? Who knows? Who knows? Probably. I mean, I am very interested in in seeing, getting my hands on Kate Bishop because yeah. I've seen her played in tech demos and she looks really neat. Her skill kit looks awesome. Yeah. I think the one thing that I like now that I see the truth of the dual sense and the SSD is... How is Horizon going to feel? That's the one where I'm like, oh shit, now I'm re-excited for that. Mm -hmm. Because they're going to like, since it's like a Sony first party, they're going to have to utilize the haptic Mm -hmm. and everything about that controller. So I'm just like, oh shit, that might be a mighty meatball. I wonder if it's going to do interesting things outside of like the, you know, tension of the bow and arrow where maybe the mic and speaker will do interesting things where maybe you have to kind of like call to distract enemies or stuff like that. Oh shit. Yeah. I don't know. Go dinosaurs. Exactly. Right. I think gorilla will do interesting things with that. Cause it just feels so well like designed for that controller. Um, I'm interested to see what Sony Santa Monica does with the next God of war with it. it. That game's interesting too, because a lot of it's load times are very much coded into kind of scripted segments where you yeah. have this kind of bridge in between worlds that you walk that is like, you know, you're still talking to Atreus and doing the thing, but the game's loading in the background. So I wonder if they'll still need to do those kind of like kind of tricks um, or if they'll forego them entirely. Definitely interested to see a fucking God of War game on a next gen console, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But I have to wonder, it's like this early into next gen, it's mm-hmm. like we won't see studios really harness these bad boys until 2022, 2023. Yeah. Um, right now, it's like, it feels like we're, there are certain games that stand out, but I don't feel like there's anything that isn't possible on last gen so far, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, you told me Demon Souls feels like it could have just came out on the PS4. Yeah, it could have. <laughs> like, there's nothing there, except for the load times, which are super impressive, because the game, the back and forth nature of that game... Like, if I didn't have fast load times, that game would be suffering. It would be suffering. I love the fact that I can fuck up and be like, oh, wrong archstone, and then go to the right one within, like, two seconds, right? Um, So, but still, you could have still had that experience on PS4, and it would have been like, yep, that's fine. It would have been just the same. Yeah, I want want something to come out that I'm just like, this is impossible for last gen. Like, this is a game that couldn't happen, Mm -hmm. because they're doing things like, hey, we're not doing, like, the loading tricks anymore, like Mm -hmm. in God of War or other titles. It's like, it's right there, right here, kind of stuff. Because even though Miles Morales is a next-gen launch title, well, it's also on PS4, and, you know, again, that feels like... Not to discount it for being a midquel because it does amazing things with its with its link and that, everything like that, sure. but it feels like something that could also have taken place on the PS4. So yeah. once we get kind of to that mid cycle generation, like two years, three years in, I am very, very interested to see what these first party games do. Mm-hmm. Maybe like even second and third party games because it's like they're 
going to be working on these engines and developing in very specific ways with these yeah. studios. So Figuring out how to, to really tangle these horses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what game development is. It's just wrangling horses. That's true. Lots of them. Lots of messy A herd. Oh. You don't like horses. I hate them. Yeah, so the, the, the fact of you making this analogy must hurt. Because horses are hard and difficult and scary. Mm. That's game development. Anywho, PlayStation 5, it's so it's good so far, but we probably won't see it actually fucking mm. nail it until like two years from now. Yeah. Which is okay. There's a dearth of games to play right mm-hmm. now. And next year looks to be pretty fucking solid with mm-hmm. what's coming out. So I'm pretty happy. And also, yeah, I like even just the slightly boosted performance on older games and stuff. It's just nicer. It's nicer turning on a console that isn't loud. I can't mm-hmm. fucking hear and is reasonably fast like yakuza for instance mm-hmm. my load times are pretty quick and i my point of reference was pretty early like i played ps4 mm-hmm. and then played the p like played it on the ps5 and i was like oh shit i'm not mm-hmm. waiting around in between uh after nice. like events so i was like hey cool i want more of that i'm very very pleased with it so far i think the suite of games that are new and the mm-hmm. collection and everything else it's like it gives you a lot of bang for your your buck um and even if i kind of decided to pick up a ps4 and maybe not buy anything new i can still play all of my ps4 games on it uh with the hope that there are going to be upgrades you know along the way so it's for as much as a a botched launch it was in some ways in terms of maybe distribution or the retail situation like that sucks mitigating price gouges and like we there's nothing they could really do about that i don't think that's necessarily a sony problem because it's like they got it out there after that it's like this is mercy of of people doing this and you know also the kind of current world state so yeah but otherwise like from a gameplay user experience i think it's it's pretty great so far and uh i'm interested to see how the next five to ten years of this console is going to go i hope we get a very very long uh ride with this one and it doesn't burn out like early and they're like oh we're already thinking of ps6 it's like no take your time with this like the ssd it's like that's the perfect thing to develop on. So just mm-hmm. keep working with that. Um, really kind of do everything count with this console. Um, I'm pleased. I, I'm interested to see how the Xbox series X and S are in comparison, but I don't think I'll get there for a while. Yeah. I'm, I, I want a series X. I, um, just don't have a reason mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Right. Like there isn't like, um, like maybe after halo, I'm just like, okay, I got a good, like excuse to pick up the console but right now i'm just like no everything that i want to play is pretty much on the playstation 5 right now Mm -hmm. i get that they don't have like an xbox game pass situation and yeah i i I can't say anything against it there's no but against that i'm Mm -hmm. just like kind of ingrained with playstation and my whole catalog is like ps4 right now like the bulk of my catalog is ps4 games Mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna stick with like this this ecosystem right now Mm -hmm. but that's not to say that I'm not excited to see what the differences are and how they harness it. I'm hearing there's games that are 120 frames per second on yeah, Xbox Series X. I hear it's X. so fast. I hear it's like, such a powerful machine. Like, I I never thought I'd get to a point where, like, frame rate would, like, super matter. But I'm just like, no, nah, dude, it makes a very positive impact mm-hmm. on games. It makes them smoother. Um, it's better on my eyes because I can see what's happening, like, in real time and shit. It's, it's hard to go back. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. So, yeah, I see the truth. I just feel kind of a little bad for them because while they launched with this kind of play anywhere ecosystem of games and games pass like that will always be in their in their advantage and favor but like the fact that they didn't launch with halo probably hurt them a lot a lot more than they probably be willing to admit but like i 
yeah i see it right away. i I could honestly say though that just because you didn't launch with the game doesn't mean you're doomed for an entire console generation we Mm -hmm. we see the gracefulness and recovery that ps4 had after it's kind of meager launch window so we'll see what happens as long as it's the the game they want to put out and you know it's actually a fun game i'm sure it'll sell and be fine and you know be good for their ecosystem i think they're starting off neck and neck right now honestly Mm -hmm. because what i'm hearing is both consoles are sold out completely right now it wasn't Mm -hmm. an instance of like oh ps5 is just gone mm-hmm. and you can get an xbox series x if you wanted to no yeah, that's not the story out. right now they're sold out right now mm-hmm. so they're both in a good spot to like impress or you know still fight each other mm-hmm. yeah there's there, there's no like oh ps5 clearly won because it had spider-man and there's no hail no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> there's a long game here sure phil gets that phil's a savvy motherfucker he hangs out with miyazaki he's playing elden ring he's playing the elden ring <laughs> he's doing what he wants on horseback no less <laughs> This episode is brought to you by horses. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's bring this one home. We thank you guys for listening. Um, Hopefully you all had a very happy, healthy, safe Thanksgiving. Uh, We didn't give our thanks to the roommates and everybody, but we're super thankful for you guys for listening to us and being a part of our community. All the new friends we made this year through our Discord and through Kevin's and Mindstream. Thank you guys for being a part of this community, gaming with us, and and just being really cool, positive beacons and and cool people. Thanks for being safe, roommates. You were special and great, and all we got is each other going into 2021. We gotta look out for each other. It's true. We know what a hard year looks like, okay? And we're still in the middle of it. And one of the better things was being able to come together and at least, mm-hmm. well, sometimes ex- distract each other, sometimes support each other. Yeah, and that matters. That was the thing where so many people thanked us for like our Twitch streams, where it's like, oh, today was a really hard day or this month or week or year has yeah. been rough. Thank you for distracting us and kind of, you know, having fun with us in these games that you're sharing. And yeah. uh, thank you guys for being a part of that because if, if you weren't there, it would just be us playing video games by ourselves. And we do that anyway so i'm gonna make an omelet with ham in it oh i think that's what i'm gonna do that sounds good that's i'm gonna really eat something good. else because i'm else? tired of eating ham and turkey oh man yeah I, we made so much thanksgiving <laughs> and there's just too many leftovers and i've already kind of come up with numerous ways to reinvent how to eat this turkey and i just need something else for the night that's right so what are you thinking uh, i don't know okay well <laughs> we'll discuss that off air. we'll discuss it offline. thank you guys so much we'll catch you next week be well good night